Blog Talk Radio. Down with the sickness, you fuck I get down with the sickness. 
I can't function if I don't get my sleep. I really can't. It's just awful. Hello. Yeah, Razzle. 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 I think I got cured after my kids because it was like all of a sudden I really appreciated sleeping after my kids were born. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> yes, yesterday and was my day I didn't sleep, but today I had some sleep. <laughs> oh, there you you're you're the whole new before. person, though, after some sleep. Really, honestly, you feel like a whole new person, so, you know? It's like yeah. a drunk. Get more of I don't drink, but it's mm. I, like it I, I took a I took a nap earlier today just for that purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Rack. And hello. Hello. <laughs> Rack takes power naps. <laughs> he takes takes those power naps. I yeah. I, I so actually, I Lizzie, just in case, um, Dave yeah. and Rack have to go first, if that's okay. No, okay. I don't have to go first. Yeah. I'll, I'll be around till at least ten thirty. Oh, okay. He got okay. Yeah, I know he got like forty-five minutes or an hour or something. Okay. All right. Cool. Anybody else? Uh, Sal, you're good, or do you need to read early yes. to Sal? Uh, I ha- I have a I just sit in a split headache but I can hang up in, in little bit. At least I came from work with horrible headache today. I'm here. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I never have headaches but like when I get them it's really bad. Oh. Yeah. I I live with a headache so I I know how that is. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's terrible. Okay, so we'll put up Dave first as soon as uh here we go. Dave, you have two. Do you have one in particular you want? Does you make well, the, I, was gonna that, I was gonna, well, I was gonna leave that one mm-hmm. up to Boo, and she could pick which which one she wanted me to read because I don't care. Oh, um, is one of them <laughs> eHarmony one? Is one an eHarmony? <laughs> is one yeah, one of them is. Yeah. Oh yeah, go with that one. Yeah, go with that one. Okay, all right. That's my latest one. Let me just. <laughs> I'm living vicariously through you. Three hundred seventy eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'll share a little funny thing with you. E-harmony, right? I tried that. You know how they have that little test and stuff, you know, so they can match you with your perfect mate. Oh, Do you yeah. know that they told me they could not? That they were very sorry, but there was no way they could match me with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you broke the fucking Funny. system. I really did. I broke the freaking test. I was like, oh, all this I can't hear about that. No wonder you're single. It explains everything. Exactly. I can't even get eHarmony to find me somebody. I was like, no, I give up. <laughs> Shoot yourself oh, now. Shoot yourself oh. now. <laughs> Uh, I'm she, like, she I guess I'm farmers only. Farmers only. Farmers only. Oh my god! F- <laughs> Next stop, Tinder. Next stop, Tinder. <laughs> oh my god! I, I try to avoid all this. Like, like, 
I'm like, if eHarmony can't hook you up, you're done. You are <laughs> fucked up. You are fucked up. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, Dave, let's hear your fiasco. Oh, is it? Do you have it up? Yep. Yeah, we're up. She oh, got it up, oh. baby. <laughs> well, I'm, okay, now, why can't I see it here? Uh, just refresh. Uh, Maybe refresh, Dave. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Let me refresh. Just it. Refresh, yeah. Let me try Dave. that. Yeah. Let me t- let me try it. Oh, okay. There it is. I see it. All right. Well, I call this one Inspector General, another E Harmony Jewel. <laughs> this girl was kind of like that. So anyway, but she was really she was a nice looking woman. And she really was. Uh, a lot of those gals were really. Not bad, you know, considering uh, what they went through. (laughs) Yeah. Anyhow. Okay. Okay. This is called the Inspector General, uh, another eHarmony tool. Continuing eHarmony date stories, all equally strange by any one standard. Strange to me. Strange to you. You can't make this shit up. Not even me, the storyteller, for I have no words to describe this behavior. A list of single women wishing they weren't, and men, for that matter, some just trolling, people with enough baggage to rival the longest freight trains, dragging it behind them, trying to hide it in the closets of life, some with transparent signs above their pretty heads, hoping that some that hoping that you sort of see them that says, "I'm looking for a sugar daddy. What can you do for me today?" I love to take long walks on foreign beaches and carnival ship cruises. Enter the inspector general. Nice looking woman in her late 50s from the looks of her. Hadn't been rode hard or put away wet. Bears a smile of self-motivation. Lived within 50 miles radius limit. E-Harmony lets you establish somewhere from the war zone of Portland, Oregon. She tells me she'd like to come and see my house up here in the wilds of Brightwood, inside the Mount Hood National Forest. That part intrigued her more than me, just a guess here. I got a visit from the Inspector General, my name for her. All things considered, she was a nice-looking woman, considering her age, one my mouth and hands weren't running away from. Still, I am the gentleman. So we watched TV. She didn't like one of the light, living room lights, so I shut it off. Over the phone, she told me she wanted to hear me play. Now she doesn't give a shit about my guitar playing. Asked me where the bathroom was. <laughs> she excused herself and came back wearing a smile of approval. I can't believe how clean your bathroom is, David. I was surprised. She started asking me what sort of income I was on. Asked me about Social Security and any other income I had, if I had any ideas about her sexuality. She rapidly put those out those fires with her fire extinguisher mouth, told me the other guy she was seeing had lots of money and knew how to treat her. She didn't tell me about this earlier, more baggage from the closet, coming to light with the ignorance of her motorized tell-all mouth. <clears throat> how many other male friends do you have, I asked her. Oh, a couple. What are you doing with me then? I asked her. 
Had her mind been a transmission, the look on her face would have shown lots of stripped gears laying all over my living room floor. Well, that's none of your business, she politely, impolitely told me. I turned the porch light back on. You know where the door is. <clears throat> well, David, that's no way to treat a lady. I don't see a lady around here. Shame on you, David, she said, standing up. Take your Toyota Celica driving ass out of here. She tried to slam the door and got her foot stuck in my screen door. You got to be smarter than the doors at my house. Then her coat got stuck in the front door. She untangled herself from my doors, got in her shit brown Toyota and hauled ass down to 26. A waste of her gasoline paid for by her other boyfriends. Another waste of my time from the fairly honest women on eHarmony. And <laughs> both. Fairly honest. <laughs> Maybe you're too honest with uh, me. That's why you failed the test. <laughs> what the heck? Maybe Lizzie's too honest. That's why she failed the test. I have never met anyone who failed the test. I can't get over that. Well, now you did. See, I, I am one in a million. <laughs> I am just that special. Thought <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, going to <laughs> oh man, it could be a split personality. That's what it was. <laughs> you know what's fucking weird was about this poem is like, why is she asking you about your social security and shit? She's tr- trying to find because out, you know, all your money. That's why. Cause, How cause rude! That's daddy. so rude. Red you know? flag. Yeah. Yeah. Go on TikTok. I'm gonna tell you right now. Go yeah. on TikTok. Okay, I get. Did you? No shit. I have like 58 right now waiting. That are like, are you looking for a sugar daddy? I'm looking for this. I'm looking for that. I I didn't ask you for get off my don't 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 message me. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Hey, send them my way. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, yeah, I literally have them on, on on like 58 of them. Just I'm ignoring them. I'm like I'm not even looking at it because as soon as I see it, it's like, hey, beautiful, you want a sugar daddy? Uh, no. no, you know what messes me up, Dave, yeah. about your whole thing? You got 350 more to go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, what yeah, a trooper you are. What a trooper, wow. Tim. <laughs> this was really good. I, I like the you. part where she, dreamer, my friend. I like the part. I like the part where she got her, her foot stuck in the screen door. Then her coat got stuck. That God don't like <laughs> ugly. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. She was, she, yeah. When I when oh, I got man. after her a little bit, she couldn't leave fast enough. You know. Dave's like she can't oh, come back. Please don't get stuck in. <laughs> Uh, I don't uh-huh. see a lady anywhere here. I like the. I didn't see, no. I don't see a lady anywhere here. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're a real lady <laughs> with you know your line of men hanging behind you. Yeah, cool, sure. It's <laughs> not something you want to admit on the first date, generally. Uh, really? What is wrong? I I don't I don't know. Uh, those are the ones that give us all the bad well. <laughs> you, you know, I I knew there was something haywire with her before I even let her in the door. She they, she just started popping flags up without even opening her mouth to me. You know, and I thought, boy, I don't know if I I don't know if I even want her to come in the house. You know, but I was decent. You know, Jesus, I tell you, you know. Dave, may I recommend Starbucks? <laughs> yeah. Dunkin' Donuts, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks. Yeah. Well, I should have. I should have had her meet me. Yeah, Yeah, they say not to bring it to your house, but. (laughs) 
Where okay, else let's she, get a guy. She, you know, Lizzie. <laughs> what? what let's get say? a guy's opinion. Oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay, she please. she. Oh, she just wanted to, you know, she wanted to to, to come to the house and and she was, you know, her picture profile <laughs> picture. Uh, you know, she was a good-looking woman, and I thought, well, yeah, you were thinking far be it for me to say no to that, you know. But, mm-hmm. you know, that was, well, I don't know. Then she opened her mouth. I go, then she opened her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she failed the army. <laughs> Apparently not. She was okay, Racky Poo. I, I can't even get on there. <laughs> Racky Poo, what do you think? Dave, yeah, yeah. Dave, you, you forgot to you forgot to warn her not to let her to let the door hit her on or in the ass on the way out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I should have told her that, you know. <laughs> but that, that's the only got, thing that would have made it like like a well, TV. That would have made it into a TV sitcom. I mean, you know, I, I, in my brain, the first thing that went which said, "I want to see your house." I'm like, "Oh, here we go." Cutting right to the Well, you know, my, my door's yeah, kind of kind of kicked her in the ass on the way out anyway. So you know, the screen door and the and the main door, she got all, you know, fouled up in that. So it sort of kicked her ass out all by itself, you know. The house was defended on your behalf. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It was. It had your back. You were honest. Mm. You know, some people, you know, they, they like they like to, to, to juggle or whatever, but they make no, no illusions about it. You know, at least you're honest yeah. and you're like, you know, I, I'm not into mm-hmm. multiple, you know, people, you know, it, it, it's like one yep. person at a time. If, if you're already juggling three people, yeah. well, what are you doing with me? You know, that, that that's yeah. exactly what I would where I would have went, you know. Well, at least all the yeah. he saved on all the additional dates that he missed because, you know, at least he knew right up front, you know, so then he doesn't mm-hmm. lose some yeah. money on her. Well, I was, getting, yeah. I was getting pretty good at figuring these gals out after a while, you know, after about my 370 so. one. Yeah, wow. I was, I was getting it done. <laughs> oh, man. Selma. <laughs> hey. I'm just surprised. I, can I ask a question? What? 300? Yes. Yeah. 300, 370, she's a Maybe? dreamer, Sally. Mm-hmm. She's a dreamer. <laughs> oh, why, she's why would you keep saying that? I mean, I'm really surprised because you're so, Why would you keep going? <laughs> you know, we all hope for that one, you know? You, you might just uh-huh. meet the one. That's what it's clinging to. Yeah. one special yeah. person. Yeah. yeah. And it might actually work out, you know? So, I feel like. Anyway, Sally, yeah. go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Shower. Shower. Well, that's unusual. Razzie Dazzle. I think she, dro- dazzle. she dropped. I go, she dropped. Oh, yeah. So. This is Pooh's little girl. What's your issue with that? What's your issue with that? And social mayhem. How you have eHarmony saying they're going to guarantee a date or someone you're going to form a relationship with, but. In the mm-hmm. end, the results are very low, and it's just a general waste of time that these individuals meet and uh, what goes on from there. 
So uh, to me, I think uh, the poet is speaking in the sense of web scams. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the only reason I kept up on it was because I was paid through, uh, you know, I paid for it by the month. And by God, if yeah. I was, if, you know, I, I yep. was going to get my money's worth out of it anyway, you know. So. <laughs> You're probably just bored some nights, like, fuck it, I'll just take a check out, why not, let's see what happens. I mean, you know? Really? At least you can have a conversation. <laughs> That's right. At least you can have a conversation with somebody, you know? Jeez. Yeah. Better yeah. than all the nights hanging yeah. alone sometimes. Exactly. So, you know. Well, you know, I did, I did meet a couple of... I did meet a couple of nice women on there. In fact, I'm still I'm friends with one of them. The, the first one I met was she was the best one, you know. And uh, but you yeah. know, after a while, they all just sort of run together. I'm I'm kind of running out of uh, characters, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. seriously, it's just just a, a, a hodgepodge of dipshits, you know. <laughs> 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 You know, I have, okay. I have met I have met some really fine women on all poetry, and and um, you know, just just talking Hi. with you ladies ladies on all poetry is way more fun than dealing with the harmony girls. <laughs> there we go. Well, that's a two and that's a one win win. There you go. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we we well, connect you know, to something other than just hormones. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, it, it's like, well, you know, like you and I, rats, boo. <laughs> well, it's kind of like you and me, boo. I mean, I've known you for a long time, uh, and I feel like you're, you know, I've known you for most of my life, you know, and that's kind of the way you get with folks on AP. You know, you you have so much in common with them. You talk about them, you, you know, and you mm-hmm. BS with them, and you get to know them. And, you know, it's it's a, a lot easier to deal with uh, people on AP than it is on eHarmony, just for that reason. And, she, yeah. and Boo never once told you you had a clean bathroom. <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> wasn't asking him if he got Social Security. <laughs> yeah, really. What income do you yeah, have? Really? Yeah. What size bank? You know yeah. what you need, Dave? You need a hot rod chick. Chick with a hot rod. You need somebody who likes the races. You need, like, a boyish kind of chick, like a badass kind of girl who knows how to hang. Well, you know, I do have one of those. I do have a lady like that down in Tennessee. She is an ultimate gearhead. You've never seen anything like her. Um, But I can't get her to come up here. Well, I can't get her to come up here. She's cute as she can be, too. Jesus is cute. But... (laughs) Can you let her know? Maybe she'll take your e-harmony money and go down there. I'm back. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Dave, at the end of all your fiascos, we should Please. give us a quiz. No, I'm not. I, can you hear me? What? I can hear you. Yeah, we hear you. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, we hear yeah, you. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> no, I'm back. Sorry. Okay. Thank okay. you. Yeah, she never. Okay, she can I comment? Can comment. I comment on David? Yes. Go ahead. Yes, I, dro- I don't yeah, know what happened. I got, I got dropped. It's weird. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's really sad that our women, that our women, um, and there are men like this too, already care about their materialistic, already care about. I mean, money is important in life, but you can't just look. That's like it's kind of daring to just come to see what you have mm-hmm. and then come to your house. I find it really strange that someone from the first day to go to someone's house. That's that's kind of scary uh, to do that. It's it's just weird. That's a that's the yeah, best time. Yes. 
So, well, my, you uh, know, the, come full the, the, I'll tell you something. So yeah. uh, that uh, my dog didn't like her either. <laughs> yeah, that was that's the first time. That's how you know. That's the first that's how you know. No, he didn't. Yep. Yeah. I'm surprised. Well, I'm surprised he didn't. I'm surprised he didn't mm-hmm. lift his leg on her on her leg, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the first time. Yeah. Right and I think, yeah, right? yeah. I think I have Wayne. I think I have Wayne on the line. Yeah, I think so. What's that? Wayne, you there, Bob? Yes, yeah, so we can hear hey, me. Wayne. Hey, Wayne. Yeah, I hear you. Hello, Wayne. All right. Wayne, hope you're getting better. Hey, Wayne. Well, thanks, Dave. That was one hell of a way to start off, Dave. <laughs> Oh, that was great. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Who do you want to do next? Lizzie? That was good. Okay, I'm just trying to get this to maneuver. Maybe Racky Poo. All right. Um, <clears throat> Wayne, are you in a hurry? No, I got a disaster. I got a disaster going on. I ain't no hurry, but I got somebody coming over. So I got, I got probably 30, 40 minutes. Wayne Benrack. Wanna do rack? Okay, I was gonna say okay. I'm gonna hurry. I'm gonna hurry. So what do you do? I got about an hour, maybe the most. As long as it's whoever's no, coming get... over isn't playing harmony, Wayne. Don't keep Lizzie the test. Don't cheat from Lizzie. <laughs> You'll fail the test. <laughs> I'm to the It's a whole new type of failure. <laughs> oh, you don't even know what's going on. I, 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 I literally will tell. I literally tell everyone that because it was like that's hilarious. a shocking but that's proud hilarious. moment for me. I was like, look at that! I broke yeah. the harmony. <laughs> <laughs> sheets to sell 
wind whispered warning to no avail. Scorching goldenrod rays dehydrated the crew. Brightness of cloudless sky, a velvet blue. Stand and stare at silky scarlet sunset. Oysters and wine, fine, after traveling wet. Ocean woke with the rigid rocking waves. Misty morning unexpected, how it haze. Sky began to shout a thunderous roar. Men whispered how, missed the shore. Tsunami-type wave surged over bow, gripping loose the anchor somehow. Storm making it impossible to think, taking on water, knew it sink. Man the lifeboats to those who can hear, losing men as the skippers were spared. All but three made it aboard, poor chaps washed overboard. His lifeboats just slammed those tossing seas, lost another, drowned after pleas. Ship sank in only minutes would seem, prayed somehow this was a dream. Late afternoon, when the devil had passed, no one was sure how long we would last. It was only a day when rescue occurred. I can't believe how much we endured. Final count, lost four out of eight. One was my longtime first mate. I'll go back one day to the sea, but for now, I'll, I'll let it be. Wow. Okay, well, I'm going to start with this. My biggest fear in life is water. And I, this to me was the scariest thing I've ever heard. You know, where Sal looks and take off running from a scary poem, this, this could make me, like, take off screaming down the street. <laughs> um <clears throat> I, I, you know, yeah, water is my biggest fear. I, 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 I can't swim. I don't like it. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I think that your, your, the story was great. The, the detail and, you know, how the water, you know, went over the bow, how they went overboard, how they, you know, everything about it. It had me like holding my breath, and I was about to turn blue. Um, this was really, really good. It was, it was awesome, and. To me, it was scary. <laughs> but this was really awesome, Wayne. It really was, was really, really good. That was for another contest for that night. And that's really, you did a really <laughs> awesome job with the phone. What do you think, Bo? <laughs> Can I go after someone else? I'm sorry, I'm rereading it because my screen froze. <laughs> oh, that's fine. <laughs> Raz, what'd you think? Yeah, it definitely has that uh, sense of old sailor stories of someone being lost at sea by dropping overboard. And uh, the poet does a great narrative. And uh, one of the most 
outstanding touches of making it seem all the more legit what you have of Maritime or those who have been through these kinds of naval exercises from hundreds of years back up to now is mentioning uh, that return to the sea. It's one belief in which uh, sailors or, or those who uh, have a deeper notion of the ocean have referred to often that we will all one day go back into the sea. Dave, what do you think? Oh, I thought this was pretty cool. Um, I think Wayne did a really good job on it. Um, I happen to be a Pisces, so um, I like water. Uh, it doesn't bother me at all, you know. But uh, I thought I, I, this almost kind of this was almost in the same vein as the uh, rhyme of the ancient mariner. I thought, um, you know, sorry, not nearly as long, but um, it has the same uh, foreboding to it. I think. You know that mm-hmm. that, that particular uh, poem has, and I, you know, and that's one. Of, it was one of my favorite poems. It is one of my favorite poems, and I, I really liked the way Wayne did this. I thought he did a really good job on the, uh, you know, describing the uh, banner picture. Uh, if it's a, if that's what it is, he said it was a contest, Wayne. Okay. Yeah, it was contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyway, picture came after the poem. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's really cool. Uh, you did a really good job on it. I, I was uh, sitting here just fascinated listening to you read it. So uh, I have to tell you, well done on that one, pal. <laughs> Thank you. <Dave>. Thank you <laughs> mm-hmm. And boo. Yeah, well, I mean, the way you read it, I thought it was so. Um, just like I was like. You were just so serious, and I thought, like, wow, this is. I was waiting for you to laugh, but then you didn't laugh, so um, that was oh, right. at first, you know. I mean, so I was like, oh, he really is uh, serious, but I think that it shows how um, the water symbolizes the end of like life and the beginning of your spiritual rebirth. That's what it was saying to me and that I think that a real man goes down with a ship I think that's what else you were saying too and there's not many of those out there anymore and uh, I think you told the story well and uh, I thought of something different for you Wayne so you always surprise me so thank, thank you, you. Uh, thank you very much you're welcome Sowell um, I love this one. I mean, I, I like how you put yourself in the um, part of the crew, and uh, also you show that how dangerous can be sailing. But in spite of the loss, mm-hmm. it's a sad story. You lost. Uh, there's a loss, but in spite of the loss, especially in the last stanza, where you said, "Finally, count lost four out of eight. One was my long life." First mate, this is so sad to lose your friend. I mean, you're telling the story that could be real. Just so many unfortunate happens when the, mm-hmm. there is uh, danger. Uh, I love the sea, but it can be dangerous. I'll go it's back really one is. day to the sea, but for now, I'll, I will let it be. I love you. Just have this positive attitude. You will not, not going to feel lesson for life. Even there's obstacles, 
in life, don't let go, keep trying, and keep going. It's a great lesson of life that you show us here. Thank you, Swana. My pleasure. <laughs> awesome. And Rack. You know, I, I, I got to mention Lizzie holding her breath till she turns blue. Most women, you know, they, they dye their hair blue, but Lizzie goes whole hog. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed the story, Wayne. Um, you know, it, 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 I, I've said it before, you know, you, you're a very versatile writer, and it, and it shows in something like this. You, you grabbed hold of this metaphor, wonder, uh, at least I'm taking it as a metaphor, uh, wonderfully and, and these are the kind of rights that I like because it's open-ended you're, you're telling a beautiful story but at the same time you know the image of drowning and losing your first mate I mean that all has more than one meaning so if you're reading this you know depending on what mood you're in you're going to come back to it and you're going to get a different feeling from it so it pulls a lot of emotions from a lot of different places but um, I mean ultimately you, you stayed true to you were serious there were no Bluto and Popeye jokes so you know it, 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 was, it was lovely um, and, and, and fantastic job on the read and, and you know your, your details were spot on I never you know pegged you for, for, for a landlubber after reading something like this it sounds like you spent time in the ocean so you know I, I mean it, it, it really was, it, you, you got the details down, down to the cherry wood on, 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 the, on the decks you know the, the, those are little details that someone nautical would, would kind of like you know oh you know these are the things that, that matter so I'm going to mention it you know you, you bring all that to bear um, you know and then you talk about the loss, you know, and, and that that's the other thing that, that you know, you, you did with this that I really enjoyed is, is, is you focused on um, not just, you know, the, the, the survivors, but, you know, the, the loss at the same time. You kept that somber tone. You, you kept the story going. Um, and, and at the same time, you know, you said it was a dream, which, you know, and some might argue a nightmare, but, you know, it, it was still – you know, a, a great way to wrap it up, too, because, you know, when someone dangles a story, you know, a picture in, in a contest or whatever in front of you, you know, they, and they, it, it sometimes feels like they're trying to force you down a path, and you're like, nope, it's a dream. <laughs> so, you know, I thought that was really cool. I, I really did. Um, you know, you can't, you can't you know, it, it, with just a little imagination, you, you did a great job making this into something a lot more than than, than just, you know, a uh, uh, a, a, a little, you know, forced story that, that that could have went, you know, only one direction. You took it wonderfully. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was a great job, Wayne. Well, thank you, Rex. I have weighed out in the ocean about the waist deep several times. I've been in the ocean a few times, but not over my head. So. Awesome. Okay, and now we have Rack on the board. And I Thank you for the comment. Play. Oh, get your tissues. <laughs> uh, let me play Racky Bowl. Organ Grinder's Monkey by Raconteur. <clears throat> Every day I wake up alone, asking myself if breathing means that I'm blessed or cursed, craving human contact, feeling as if my chest is about ready to burst. My life has always been a performance, dancing to an organ grinder's tune, revealing myself for people's amusement, deluded I can make anyone care, or heaven forbid, swoon. Emptiness, 
has become a way of life, isolated from the world I know, clinging desperately to what's left of my sanity, remnants of what seems a lifetime ago. The people I meet throw peanuts at my feet, and I smile, pretending everything's all right, counting the seconds until I close my eyes, not caring if I make it through another night. Hmm. End poem. Wow. Huggies, huggies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just one of those really sad, heart-wrenching pieces that <clears throat> I, I like the... Um, the last dance is, I, I think, is one that um, the people I meet throw peanuts at my feet, and I smile, pretending everything's all right. Yeah. Um, mm. I, I think that that's just one of those um, those two lines right there. I think is so relatable to most people <laughs> because you know we all walk around with the fake smile on, you know, acting like, hey, <laughs> I'm great, you know. <laughs> but <clears throat> inside, we're you know we're dying by the second, but you know we're not going to show that because that's just how we are. Um, so I really like that, and then the, the you know how you ended it with the counting the seconds until I close my eyes, not caring if I make it through another night. Um, you know that, that I think mm. that like again such a relatable thing that so many people, so many of us will go through that, or we even wake up in the morning like you said in the beginning, is it a blessing or a curse? You know, some people get up in the morning like oh thank God I made it another day, and some of us are like oh shit I woke up again. You know what I mean? So it's 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 just a matter of. <laughs> You know, it's, 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 you know, I think it's so relatable because, you know, there are that, you know, there was that, oh, thank goodness I woke up. And then there's others like, no, no, I, I can't believe I woke up again. So this was really, it's you know, it's sad. It's heartbreaking. And I think it's really relatable to a, to, to a lot of us, you know. So this is an awesome right, Rack. I, I think it's, you know, you you know how to bring it when it comes to that. <laughs> so you did it all. Awesome yeah. yeah. Thanks, Lizzie. Blades mm-hmm. um, on hold, Lizzie. Okay, go ahead. We'll give a give your comment. Oh, he already knows like how I feel about this one. Um, <sighs> this one is just uh, this one of my favorite ones that you've written. It's like you can't if you don't feel something in this poem, then you really have no heart, probably. Um, mm-hmm. My life's always been a performance, dancing to the organ grinders tune. Like, mm-hmm. every day you wake up alone, like, just the uttered, like, despair, loss, emptiness, unblessed or cursed, craving human contact. We want so much to be touched and felt and then heard and loved, like everyone does. And, um, you know, and then as what part gets me, too, is, like, they're throwing the peanuts at your face or feet. They're not even, like, planting yep. them or putting They're just throwing them like you're a piece of trash, like, and look down upon you. And I hate, that's how I see it. I hate that, too, so. I mean, hope to God fits them anyway, because if anybody did this to you, I would have have a word with them. But I uh, <laughs> thought you moved Those are some fighting words. <laughs> yeah. Those are some yeah. fighting words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good job, Rack. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Luke. Sawa, what did you think? Welcome. Uh, the, the king of emotion. Really, I mean, I've heard this one before and I commented, but for some reason, I agree with all of you, beautiful commenting, but you really feel 
the it's so real from the first line mm-hmm. every day I wake up alone asking myself if breathing means that I'm that's the curse craving human contact I think um, it's true everyone feels the same but the way you put it there emptiness has become a way of life it doesn't stop it continues it's related from the word I know it's uh, clinging desperately to what's left on my sanity def- definitely expressed really you give us like you put us inside your feeling and it's very very heart wrenching and very sad mm-hmm. thank you so my pleasure <clears throat> Raz what do you think yeah there's plenty to say here it uh has uh, a reminder for myself personally of uh Portrait of American Family by Marilyn Manson, where he mentions organ grinders and uh, how his Shakira will make you happy and unhappy simultaneously. And so, uh, when you go deeper into these uh, kinds of uh, images or symbols from carnivals, you know, you wonder are these really the freaks or? Is it so much right. that uh, we fail to uh, understand uh, what, what there is in nature that they're not deformities, the organ grinder, or the bearded lady? They're, they're just uh, in, in other parts of uh, our own type of uh, genetics slightly altered, even when it comes to the bearded lady and uh, the two-headed uh, man. So... Uh, here discussing these kinds of genetic anomalies of course this is a situation for the organ grinder in which uh, all society is not going to accept it to be anything nearly the same level of recomprehension but uh, there is a sadness there that uh, anyone should be left out when we agree to be all together a singular whole Mm -hmm. You go ahead. Dave. Huh? Oh. (laughs) Um, I like like this poem a lot. Uh, You know, all of us, I I don't care who you are, if you're the president of the United States or just a humble poet on all poetry, we all go through these little uh, uh, mood shifts periodically, these uh, vulnerability uh, tags that that come along and say, "Hey, you know, you you're not you're not, you're just you ain't even jack shit, you know." And and so you think mm-hmm. about it, and you think about you think about you know the the very implication of an organ grinder, you know, that's kind of kind of a sad <laughs> little, uh, you know, to me, uh, organ grinders have always been kind of sad little characters and. And mm-hmm. so you know, it doesn't it, it just doesn't matter what kind of a job you have. Uh, every now and then, you get uh, grounded out by the reality of the fact that y- you know you you're just another human being on a planet, and uh, mm-hmm. that's kind of what I got out of this. Um, I really like the way you wrote this, Rack. It's it's uh, it's really well done, and. Uh, you know, I didn't have any trouble understanding what was going on with it at all, uh, like I normally do sometimes. But 
this was really cool. And, and then, you know, and that's the way your poem hit me. I, I just, uh, every, you know, I think anybody that's uh, retros- or introspective at, at times has these little miniature revelations that come along and, and, and ground us out and, and say, well, you know, hey, I'm not as hot shit as I thought I was, you know, and that sort of thing. So, you know. <laughs> anyway, well done. Well done. The monkey's on eHarmony, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you, should, yeah you should be on eHarmony, Rack. <laughs> I'd like to see that. <laughs> Uh-huh. What did you think of that? Yeah, this is all very good. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's a very emotional poem. It uh, starts starts out in a depressed state and just keeps getting worse as it goes along. And so the very end of it, says, Dr. Kerry makes it through another night. It's a it's a very sad poem, but I've I i do not think I've ever woke up and said, uh, damn it, I've lived through the night. I've, I've never woke up and said, <laughs> thinking, wish I had woke up. So, but I said, it's a bad thing if you had to woke up and start the day off like that. It's a very emotional poem. Very good job with this. And it's, it's a lot of emotion show. You did a wonderful job writing this. And it's sad all the way through. There's no letting up all the way through until the end of it. And then you just want to, you just want to up that start for the guy. But it's, you know, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe like the same poem. But it was a very good job, Iraq. Enjoy the poem. Thanks, Wayne. Awesome. <clears throat> okay, so let's welcome Sinister and Blade. Sinister. Uh-oh. Good evening. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Good evening. <laughs> and we have Blade. Hi, Blade. Hello, hello. Hello, Blade. Hi. Mm-hmm. Blade is in a hurry today, so it's okay. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Blade up, so Okay, so I'm hoping my child stays quiet for this. He decided he was not going to go to sleep. (laughs) So, it's a little on the longer side. Okay. Uh, And it's a deeply personal piece. So. (laughs) This is... I remember how ninth grade was a year of overwhelming grief, how darkness slithered through the geometry textbook I didn't want to open. I remember how English assignments choked on shadows, words bleeding out the things I couldn't say. I know. It was the first year I published a poem, stanzas about little white lies snowballing out of control because I didn't know what to do. A time when my memories were punctured by black holes and the voices in my head no longer belonged to me. A year of counting, tapping, washing hands until they bled because I couldn't get clean. Showers ran red and I grieved the loss of me. I remember the moment I realized how it felt to be invisible. How it's such a moment of clarity that I carved it in my skin. A decade later, I can still make it out beneath tattoos. There were times I forgot how to breathe, 
How could I stop a spiral that didn't have an end? A roller coasters, a roller coaster with broken seatbelts that wouldn't stay clicked in. A Tuesday tornado of memories and unexpected turns that stole every reason I wanted to live. Food fights in the cafeteria, squeaking with laughter under tables and drama class until they sent me to the hall. I remember wrapping socks in layers of paper and duct tape, how I compromised with my mom just to stay out of the hospital so I could go to a party. I still found ways around it, addicted to the red beneath my skin. I still couldn't remember how to make my lungs expand. The dean was no help at all. Mr. Pepper, a man with gray hair and eyes I do not remember except for the contempt they held. That was the only speech meet I ever missed. I was still losing time, losing myself in a Minnesota storm that I didn't know how to stop. We prepped for blizzards, not hurricanes. And yet my mind was flooded with all the things I needed to say but couldn't find the air to speak. Somehow, I hoped to inhale the oxygen in my blood, hoped someone would read between the lines and finally hear my screams. It's been a year since the last time he touched me, but I still practice refusals in the mirror. Maybe if I'm broken and scarred, he will no longer want me. Everything came crashing down. I was drowning in consequences and I still couldn't breathe. The 19th of December is a day that sneaks up on me. Reminding me year after year of when I officially broke. It whispers in my ear of how I was too old at 16. Washed up and used by a man I once admired. I didn't know how to accept love, but didn't make me afraid. More than a decade of my life spent pleasing a man I wished would just keep me safe. A tsunami of emotions curled up in my veins. It took years to unlearn what he taught me. Years of fighting storms I was unprepared to face. T-shirts in a blizzard, winter coats in hurricanes. I never had clean water in stock. But somehow, each storm passed. And clear skies brought clean air that pressed into my chest. And I breathed out the dark clouds that filled me. There are days I still want to bleed but I no longer have darkness in my blood and white lies no longer tremble on my lips. And out the dark clouds that filled me. There were days I still want to bleed, but I no longer have darkness in my blood. And the white lies no longer tremble on my lips. I, I like the, those lines. I, 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 the idea that um, the picture that I get put in my head is, you know, we when things that we hold in things, something horrible that happens to us, and we have to live with it, and we feel like if we actually tell somebody, you know, it's it's even worse than just keeping it in or we are afraid to say what it is that we're holding in. <clears throat> Those lies, you know, they start to like literally kill you from the inside and, and that you know, the the letting the bleeding to let 
number one to let, I guess, to let yourself release something. At least it's like, take a pressure cooker. You have to release that, you know, release it somehow. And I think that, you know, the, the, the idea of, you know, bleeding out the darkness from within us, you know, and I think a lot of people who, who mm-hmm. are cutters, I should say, do that because they'll say they needed to just, you know, they needed to feel something. They needed to, you know, just release something. And I can almost see that, you know, in the sense that when you're holding something in and there's only one way, you know, you can't verbally say it. There's no other way of saying it. And that's the only way of expressing it. So I think that those lines are really, um, you know, they paint a really huge picture. The entire poem in itself is, is, you know, amazing. And it's, you know, something that, you know, it hits, you know, the heart really hard. Um, you know, the, 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 the just, you know, just the how I compromise with my mom to stay out of the house or just so I can go to a party kind of thing. You know, it was, you know, it's really a, a sad and deep piece. Um, this is really well written. And obviously you always read your poems wonderfully. You put that emotion in it and you make us feel what it is that you wrote. So this is an amazing poem, please. Um, Boo, what did you think? <clears throat> Well, this, you know, this happens every day, sadly, seeing plenty mm-hmm. of women, and that's sad. And then it's also sad that we feel like we have to get in this position sometimes. That's the only way that mm-hmm. uh, we're accepted or, you know, in. I just mm-hmm. see it with my daughter, the shit that they go through, and I'm just thinking, God, I'm glad I'm not young like this age, but um, in this era, I mean. But this is a Uri, just like, I couldn't stop. I was like, every word, I was just hanging on to your every word. It was just like, oh, my God, what's she going to say next? And I was like, oh, I hope her baby's quiet so he can hear no offense. <laughs> but he wanted to hear it that bad. <laughs> and, and, yeah, it moved me and touched me. And I'm like, I don't know if this, and you don't have to talk about it, obviously, but this is super personal, so maybe you've been through it. And um, if you have, well, I'm sorry for that because uh, I have too, and probably mm-hmm. most women here have some type of something like this, and it sucks, but it still goes on. Uh, great job there. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, this, this is one where everything in it comes from my life. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So I normally, I haven't really written like that recently where I'm mm-hmm. specific about things. Mm-hmm. So, well, that goes to show you how long it taints you for for life. And this fucking yeah. don't think about that. You know? Mm-hmm. At least it makes good poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right it does. Pain makes, pain makes good poetry. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So true. Yep. So true. Um, Sawa, what do you think? Oh my goodness, this is really a deep, deep emotive, dig deep on the bones, the blade, and it moved me deeply. I really brought tears. Um, just can't find words to express how horrible no girl should be sexually and like sexually and mentally abused. It's both because they can the manipulation, mm-hmm. and it's unforgettable crime. Really, this is can think this is the worst crime, and. Um, <clears throat> It's just so sad, and there's so many young and vulnerable girls to go through this. Um, and writing is therapeutic, so good for you that you're writing. Mm-hmm. My heart goes to you, really. And what do you think? 
Sinister. Uh, I thought you said Sinister, but I wasn't going to go until I heard my name. Wow. <laughs> uh, this is an amazing recollection. Times is not to forget, but keep because they make us stronger and written ex- mm-hmm. exquisitely. Amazing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this behavior is not tolerable. If you start processing how often this crime is not reported, abuse, then uh, it, it would really offend those who believe in legal law. I myself am an advocate for constitutional law, and so the cases must stretch at least in the tens of millions, none of which are reported, and uh, nothing mm-hmm. of which today it seems something's going to change about abuse and how it goes on in the United States of America. Yeah. It's global, unfortunately. It's global. I don't think it's yeah. only unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Rack. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite phrases, it's horribly relatable. Um, but, you know, mm-hmm. you put a positive spin on it, I think, um, because, you know, as much detail as you went into, you kind of focused on, on what you did to survive it. Um, you, 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 you saw through it and you learned from what happened and you realized, you know, you, you got it out of your lungs. You got it out of your system. And that's, to me, mm-hmm. that's the only way to get something like that is it, it, to kind of, you know, I, I hate, you know, well, I shouldn't say I hate, but, you know, what was it, Nietzsche? What doesn't Nietzsche stronger? You know, that, that yep. thought it, uh, kind of permeates a little bit through this. But, you know, at the, at the same time, you know, through the abuse, you kind of learn what you have to do, how you have to react. It, it's almost like sinking to their level in some ways. But at the same time, it's, it's, it's learning what you have to do to survive. So, you know, that, that, that it, it's tragic in a lot of ways. But, you know, at the same time, th- th- there's no choice to it. And, and you know, it, it's sad that anyone has to even go through it. Never mind mm-hmm. compromise, you know, the way of thinking that they have. Just, just to live with it and deal with it. And, and, and you know, every day, it, it's, it's not even like, you know, okay, it's out of my lungs. It's, it's still in your system in one way or another, you know. So, so mm-hmm. as much as, as you breathe out the dark clouds, they're, they're, they're still hanging over you in a way. So, you know, all yeah. that came through in your palm in, in, in a very emotional way, a very, very again, unfortunately relatable. I, I, thought, I thought you did a great job with it. It, you really did. Um, you know, it, it, yeah. it speaks of of your character and survival, and, and and your your ability to to recognize you know what's going on around you, and 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 just you know determined to you know not be trampled underfoot. You did you did a great job with it. Thank you. Mm, yeah. And this is a subject of more than one of your poems. I think it's, it's that's how much yeah. it's affected you. You just can't. <laughs> yes. You've written about it a lot. You know. So, yeah. Thanks for good. Like I said. Mhm. That's. Mhm. When I'm having a really rough day, that's that's how I put a positive spin on it. Like it made me who I am, and it gives me like great ammo for my yeah. words. There you go. Yeah. yeah. How about Dave? You know, um, I really like this. Uh, you know, this this uh, aside from um, 
you know, whether it's a relationship with somebody that you're in love with or just a friend, uh, it, it's, uh, it operates on the same level. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. I just, I just said goodbye to a, a friend that I've known all my life because, uh, there were so many unanswered questions that he put me through and, and, uh, you know, no answers to any of them. And when I'd ask him about it, he didn't, he didn't feel like it was necessary to explain what he was doing, you know, and, and that sort of thing. And I got tired of that shit after a while. And, um, so I just pulled the plug on it and, uh, I'd like to say that I really, really liked the way you read this. Um, and you know uh, one other thing that that you uh that's kind of bad about this sort of situation is we all tend to try and and think about you know quantify how we feel about the actions of other people and sometimes when you get down into that rut that they operate in it depresses you yeah and it makes you feel Jesus, this, this, this person is so screwed up. Man, I never realized until I really started thinking about it. And, it, you know, and I, you know, what an idiot I was because I put up with it, you know, and uh, we all, we all react that way, uh, you know, I think. And uh, so um, I was, I was real impressed with this poem and uh, it was, it was really an eye opener and, you know, I just, it's relatable, too. So, well done. Mm-hmm. Well done. And Wayne? Yes, um, oh, it's been a, been a while since the poem has brought tears to my eyes. Uh, the emotion of, of uh, the, time you, the time of your life was uh, strongly felt. I know several girls that age, and I took two of them out for lunch for supper tonight, and there they they. You brought their spirit up uh, with the pain of their, their age wonderfully. Uh, this is just a wonderful poem. You had a rough time during your teenage and 20 years, your 20 years, your years, it sounds like, and hope things are better. Your child did a wonderful job back to, back in, backing you up with the little whimpering and stuff. It was great. Uh, this is a wonderfully emotional poem, and I enjoyed it a whole lot. I appreciate it. Thank you. And let's all welcome Silk. Hey, Silk. Hey everybody! Hey hey! hey Sorry here. Damn, I felt so bad. I missed uh, Wade's poem. That's fine. <laughs> I didn't get a call. You said soon. I thought I thought that were more than like two minutes. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Stay late in the dollar store, Phil. How's everyone on that? Yep. Okay. So, Boo, do you want to go up? Uh, yeah. You got it, or do I? I uh, put no, it there. I, I, I got it. It's up on the board. I got it. Okay, I got it. <laughs> this is a quickie. Okay. This is called um, Flight Path. I think. Yeah, it goes like this. As I get my. Oh, yeah. Fingertips over inked heartstrings whisper constellations on his skin. Star-embedded irises reflect a metaphysical universe within. Stardust and moon's cusp varied stages wax and wane, limitless yet weighted heavy upon my orbital plane. Try as I might, I can't ignore as planets grow closer and comets soar. 
the parallel gravitation that we've tried so hard to ignore. End poem. Yeah. That's mm. I, I like the uh, star embedded irises reflect the metaphysical universe within. In the beginning, the fingertips over ink, heart strings, whisper constellations on his skin. Amazing. I, I really love this one. Um, Luminous yet weightless, heavy upon my orbital plane. Love it. The, the wording is great. The, 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 you know, it's such a short, it's just a little brevity, but you put so much emotion in it. And to end it with the, the parallel gravitation that we've tried so hard to ignore. It's like, there, nothing doesn't matter. We just cannot, you know, we can't walk away from it. Just pulling us, you know, closer together. It's an amazing piece, boy. I really, really enjoyed it. <clears throat> Thank you, Lizzie. No, you're very well. Sawa, what do you think? This is really great. Just, I agree with you. There's so much emotion. The parallel gravitation that we, are t- we try so hard to ignore. You just, even if you want, try as, my, uh, as I might, I can't ignore. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. When you have um, uh, a planet grow closer and comet star. I love the idea that you compare it to planets. Because it's true that they gravitation that they cannot they get closer you can you cannot separate them and um, there is separation but I mean they have this they have to go around in a certain way and you explain the I love the, the imagery it's really and then how limitless yet weighted heavy upon my over plane you can feel how much you really there is something that almost like a burden not in a bad way. Mm. But it is hurting because um, distance can hurt when people are separated. It's that longing. So, yeah, you can feel this longing exactly and mm-hmm. the yearning. Really beautiful. <clears throat> Thank well you. done. My pleasure. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Silky. What did you think? Yes. Um, I really dug this. This is a great little brevity. Um, and uh, Lizzie over here just stole the lines that I was really impressed with too about the orbital <laughs> flame. And uh, Sorry. I just, uh, <laughs> I know, I can. And uh, I just, um, like I said, I, I really, I dug the way you know, the, uh, I guess if I had to pick another little couple, I'd say star embedded irises respect the metaphysical universe of them. And, uh, yeah, this, uh, the whole thing was really beautiful. It was a lovely little brevity. And um, just, it really, um, it had that warm, like, loving feeling to it. And uh, it was just really, Thanks, really beautiful. That's all I can say. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Thanks, Seth. Hey, Lizzie? Lizzie? Yes. Yes. Could I comment on this yes. before I, I, I got to leave, <laughs> but I'd like to comment on it before I leave. Okay, thank you. Um, I really like this. Uh, it, it sounds like some of, some of me is rubbing off on Boo, <laughs> all this universe <laughs> stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I like this one that's limitless yet heavy up on my orbital plane, little orbital mechanics thrown in here on the side. I thought that was cool. Uh, it, you know, it's the, the way you use this, you guys use this boo is really cool. I mean, it's, uh, um, 
it, it makes sense. And 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 the thing I like about it is you just didn't shotgun some of these ter- this terminology in there for effect. It it actually works and and it's accurate. So um, you know I. I really like this a lot. You should do more of this. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. So, Thank you. Good, good, good job, you. my friend. You're welcome. Thank you. I'll see you, I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. All right. Night, Dave. Thanks for coming, Dave. They all see Harmony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no more, no more eHarmony for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. See ya. (laughs) Good night. Good night. What are we up to now? Rack, what do you think? Oh, (laughs) uh, let's start with the quip about it being out of this world. Um, You know, (laughs) it it, it brings to mind the idea of, um, you know, the etymology of words sometimes, how, um, you know, someone could take one phrase and kind of run with it. You did you did a phenomenal job with that because, you know, sometimes you'll hear an expression um, and, and it'll just inspire you it'll, and become your muse. Like, um, you know, he's the center of my universe or something like that. And then you, you just expound on that thought for a few lines like you did and, and it turns into this beautiful thing like, like you showed us. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things that it, it's not that difficult, but at the same time, when when it's executed uh, perfectly, it, it's 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 very beautiful. Um, you know, you took the idea of of the, of the stars in his eyes and, and and things like that, and you and you just ran with it and and, and um, related it to to uh, the situation that you're in, and you know, then the idea of distance is, is encompassed in there, even though you're talking about orbits and and, and coming together. You know, there's still, you know, that undeniable separation enveloped in that, which, which, you know, again, to to your personal situation, I think is is really a lovely thought, Um, you know, and really lovely, lovely um, piece that you brought us. Sinister that I asked. I didn't ask you, right? Not Not yet. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) I think this is a very gentle poem full of longing and hope. Uh, boo is uh, your writing just gets better and better. Great job. Yeah, I wrote back when worlds are caught in gravitational pull, one can't help but follow the orbital path, guard of universal forces, power of love. Awesome. And and Wayne. Yes, I am coming on Bruce poem. I think she's a you have escaped the bounds of Earth and you're now out floating in outer space. I can't believe you left here without me. We could make some we could really have some very good we could have some parallel gravitation together <laughs> with you. Uh uh to say the least and uh Rod of Ram and you're even sexy in outer space. Great job. <laughs> Awesome. Women all want to be way this man. <laughs> and seven five seven, who am I speaking with? Hello? First seven five seven. Number please. Yes, 
Calling out all your lines. Hi, Dash Pat. Hi, Dash Pat. How are you? Dash Pat. It's Dash Pat. Hey, Dash Pat. Can you hear me? Hey, guys. Echoing. Yeah, I don't know why it's echoing. Someone's got the ring so long. It's echoing. Echoing. Yep. Here, let me turn this down. Ah, there we go. How's that? <laughs> Much <Is> that better. better? <laughs> yep. Sorry about that, guys. Much better. That's okay. <laughs> now we can. Okay. Good evening, hey. Pat. Hey. It's good to talk to you guys. It's good to talk to you. Thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. All right. I think right. um, Powell needs to go next, Lizzie. Yeah, I'm I'm pulling her up right now. Hopefully I can stay to the end. Okay, here we go. Got you up, Sal. Okay. <clears throat> One second, sorry, I got dry cold for that. Okay, I wanted the voulais. Je voulais que je sois proche de lui, qu'il veille sur moi qui connaissent la chanson de mon cœur. Je ne voulais pas être un ombre dans sa vie. Je ne voulais pas que mes désirs s'évanouissent. Souvent, mon enfance m'a ramené ou mon nom ou mes frères et sœurs inventaient des jeux. La colline, je voyais les vagues de la mer d'en fait, ou coucher sur mon dos contemplant la pleine lune. Et maintenant, seul et loin, c'est un sentiment étrange. Je respire facilement avec complète sécurité, l'assurance à éveiller des rêves qui résident dans une vraie liberté illimitée. Dorénavant, dans mon sommeil, je vois des vues splendides, des couleurs riches et délicates, des places limpides que je n'ai jamais vues. Hors de mon contrôle, elle attire mon cœur et mon esprit. Oh, I got cramps. One, bad, one, bad, one second, excuse me. I wanted... Oh, goodness. I wanted to be close to him. Let him watch over me. Let him know the song of my heart. I did not want to be a shadow on his life. I did not want my desires to become thin air. Often my childhood came back to me. When my name was born, when my brothers and sisters invented games, when from the hill I saw the waves of the sea dancing, or lying on my back contemplating the full moon, now alone and far away, strange feeling that I breathe easy with complete safety and assurance has awakened dreams dwelling in true unlimited freedom. Now in my sleep I see splendid views, rich delicate colors, clear places that I have never seen out of my control to attract my heart and my mind. End of poem. Sorry, I just I got a horrible cramp, and I just don't know how I read. Give me one oh, second. No. Oh, my goodness. You know, Smile got an A plus on the E harmony. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, she got it. She'll get an A plus plus, you know. Just rubbing it in. Oh, that's all right. Like I said, I, I, I wear that probably. I should have a medal made. <laughs> so believe me, I'm going to have a zero, too, like you. I will have a zero like you, too, Lizzie. With the two of us, the two of us, Lizzie. 
We'll make sure we'll have T-shirts made up. I failed eHarmony. <laughs> I failed eHarmony. That's a great one. eHarmony refunded my money. eHarmony refunded my money. Rack, I was so bad, they didn't want my money. That's how bad. We gave her a full refund. Yeah, they were like, no, we don't even want your money, lady. Just keep, just keep it, please. Just stay away from us. <laughs> They're like, you've been you on a new level. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. I have a shirt made up. I failed e-harming. <laughs> That's how This is a really, well, you know, you always have those. You said that rack hilarious, is, you know. <laughs> you said that rack is, you know, the king of emotion. Well, you're the queen, I guess. Um, <laughs> you always have these really deep emotional pieces that 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 are just beautifully written. Your your wording is always great, and I I like the way you started it with the um to let him watch over me, to let him know the song of my heart. <clears throat> I did not want to be a shadow in his life. I did not want my desires to become thin air. Um, I, I like um that because you know so many times that we don't want to be I guess second or anything. We want to be that prime thing that, you know, our man, you know, thinks of, you know, it's not, I don't want you to think of anybody else. I want you to think of me, <laughs> you know, um, I don't want to be the second. I don't want to be the shadow. I want you to, you know, always, you know, have me on your mind. And I think that was, you know, I just like really love those lines. <clears throat> Thank you so much. And then um, the now alone, far away, it's a strange feeling, but I breathe easy with complete safety and assurance has awakened dreams dwelling in true unlimited freedom. That's like, and I, those are like my two favorite, the whole poem is beautiful, but those are my two um, favorite stanzas, I think, out of the whole thing. Um, Just an amazing piece, Al. And thank you so much, Lizzie. Oh, you are very welcome. Boo, what do you think? Well, that was a bit, I'm so used to you reading the short, quick brevities uh, that I actually <laughs> seen. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was probably the longest one I've seen is written in a, Wow, I love the picture. The picture is so creepy. Um, <laughs> you took it, right? Yeah. Yes, I thought I wow. like that. I'm gonna have to use that somewhere. Um, yeah, but um, I I don't know if this is. At first, I was like, "Is this a happy poem or not?" I thought then I had to read it again. <laughs> I wasn't sure, but um, then I. Oh. Again, I'm still not really all that sure, but um, I don't know. It seems like somebody has something on you or is over you or did something and you can't forget or you want to go back to childhood. I'm not sure. I think i got to read it again. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm thinking, not pretty. No, no, no. Just me. I'm never going to I mean, because you say you want to be close to him, let you wa- him watch over you, right? And then... Um, you don't want your desires to become thin air. So I don't know if you lost to this person. No, right? Because I don't think you write about lust really that much. I've never seen that. It's Come on. I'll explain to you later, Boo. <laughs> okay, down. thank you. Yeah, I'm just screwing this one up. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to zip it. It can happen. Oh. It can happen. Raz, help. <laughs> yeah. It shows uh, sometimes there's what you want, and uh, 
you know, like uh, Mick Jagger said in the Rolling Stones, you can't always get what you want. But uh, mm-hmm. definitely what the poet is aspiring here is for a deep, intimate connection of which uh, it's sacredly oh, okay. their own with uh, this under individual to which uh, they've been left in a form of options that uh, they're not fulfilling those deeper dreams and uh, these kinds of rights where that's the form of longing are very frequent in the poetry I've read, not just from this poet. And it's a question of trying to want to fulfill those wants with that right special someone and uh, always uh, being at some kind of loss that uh, it's just not coming into fruition and, and in that longing, if we can sense our own uh, struggles, that uh, most of what we desire from this life may very well continue to be unfulfilled any more than uh, this poet feels for that particular want. Mm. Thank you, Ross. You go, boy. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, Ross. That's what I meant. That's exactly what I meant. No. <laughs> uh, he, he did me. Yeah, I was off. It was just a mess, Allah. I did his best possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone has their own story, but in individuals, you have interpretation. And Raz, too, and everyone, so that's okay. That's all great. Rack, what do you think? Oh, I, I thought this is uh, two of the most uh, fulfilling aspects of a relationship. Um, the first being, you know, you, she wants to touch the person's life um, in, in a way, you know, that, that's intimate between the two of them, you know, that they can share. But the uh, the second one, the more difficult of the two, I think, um, is um, she also doesn't want to be consumed by his personality and overshadowed. Because sometimes, you know, you lose a bit of yourself in someone and, you know, there, there's loving someone and then there's, there's you know, kind of conforming to, to their idea of what's going on and, and you, your personality almost gets swallowed up by, by, by their larger personality or, or their, you know, the way that they want to be. And um, you kind of lose a little bit of yourself and, um, you know, that, 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 that loss of your own freedom I think um, is, is, is a little bit of a death in, if not a ways in a relationship and sometimes it leads down you know an ugly path um, so you know um, some, someone you know it, it's, it's, it's like you know conditional love it, it, it's like I love you but you know give up smoking mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like that ain't gonna happen find someone else <laughs> thank you Hawkman <Hawkeye. laughs> I love you, but I hate everything about you. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I love you. I love you. Now change. (laughs) I love you. Now totally do a 180. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I failed eHarmony. That's all I got to (laughs) say. And there she can see about E too. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, everything I never knew I always wanted. Take, take a course from Boo. Take a course from Boo. Any woman you want, I'll put in your credit card number. Well, like I said, like, exactly. Like I said, don't send your representative. I want to see the real you. End of conversation. Just no representative. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not dating the representative <laughs> yeah. I want the real you. You know, because I said you the real <laughs> That's me. That's why you, know? you failed. <laughs> exactly. I don't want the representative. Yeah. And you get the real me. I'm not going to be acting all. <laughs> You're not like the rest of us who go, eh, well. You know, yeah, exactly. No, I, I'm, 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 with Lizzie. I'm with Lizzie in this. I'm really with Lizzie in this. She's right. Because you can, you, can, you fake it, then it doesn't work. Exactly. Absolutely. You know, eventually yeah. the, the, the truth is going to come out, and then you're going to be like, what the? This is not the person I dated. This is not the person I dated. Who's the stranger I woke up next to? You know what I mean? I go, who's the stranger I woke up next to? This is bullshit. It's true. You're right. <laughs> okay, what'd you think? Yeah, I was. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm here. Can you guys hear me all right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, just making sure. Because my, my phone doesn't have the greatest signal ever. And, uh, no, I always love yeah, uh, poetry and the reading, especially, like, I'm, I mean, I've called Sal a few times, but it always, uh, you know, reading French, it kind of just melts me a little bit. I always love that. And uh, this is just a beautiful piece. And when Paul was saying that you're kind of the queen of emotional writing, uh, that was uh, pretty true. Uh, you do write these very romantic and um, emotional pieces a lot. And uh, this is beautiful all the way through. I love the kind of um, almost dreamlike quality towards the end where you're examining I in my sleep. I see splendid views, rich and delicate colors, clear places that I've never seen out of my control. They attract my heart and my mind. And it's kind of like that feeling of yearning for something. And sometimes you feel, and I, I know uh, that I think some people, or at least I do, and uh, I've heard other people do that uh, kind of like, at night or whatever, you're yearning for something, but you don't really know what it is. <clears throat> you just barely can outline it or whatever, and it's just something. But uh, that's what it really uh, spoke to me about. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Great piece. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Charming, right? Encapsulating an array of thought, emotions that come to life on the page. Great, right? Thank you so much, Sinister. And Wayne. Yes. I'm dying to comment on this. I'm dying to comment on this. Thanks to your voice again, Saul. It's wonderful. This is a great poem about lost love and uh, reminiscing about your childhood. Uh, He sounds like a wonderful love that you had there, but. uh, I'm sorry, explain it. I think I think only maybe Raconteur, Mr. Begotted and uh, um, Lizzie. It's really about <laughs> not, the other way. It's not lost, like someone who's not paying attention to all the hate? stuff that I that a woman wants. That's what, what it is. Hate? Pardon me? It's not about hate, is it? No, no hate. No, no hate. No, no hate. I don't, no, 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 hate. I don't hate. I don't hate. You know me. I don't hate. <laughs> Did you hear my comment? No. Yeah, thank you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be rude, but I just wanted to explain what, where I'm coming from. All of you did a, a love your interpretation, and everyone got something beautiful there to say, so I appreciate you all. <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, I'm going to put a SoundCloud up. We'll, do it for, um, we'll play Jasper because he's been yes. on the board. So I'm going to play Jasper. And here we go. Be in favor, I will. 
Ifesh Tanbenu Yand Kizi Sinsen Thousand Tail Shooting in my court cage. Attempting desperately to steal telegraphy of conscience against the sky, the moon sees it. My hands are numb, but I want to caress a white summer cloud looming over and the shores. My breath overflows with tickets of pain. My eyes are filled, but I want to perceive a monsoon wedding. All the rain and glistening leaves, the bride adorning a necklace of dwarf of diamonds, revealing the secrets of sun woods, the misty haze due casting white shadows. My feet are bowed, but I want a gun past the clear wind, a crowded senses thrown by berries into an abyss, where tiny golden stars are found, heaven to the earth. Down we are no safe for but now. A mocking world calls as if I pass, hearing my rolling of cloud as I scroll to the ground. A life is a song. You have to have a fight with the song last. In the midst of dark, stars wear the music only my people's heart can hear. Thank you. I think that's the first poem I've heard from Jack that he had music applied to it, um, which really did add to it. I love that Latin, how he ended it with the, your life is a song, you have to last to fight. Till the song lasts in the mist of dark, stars appear, descends music, only my feeble heart can hear. That's amazing. That's so, I love that, how he um, ended it with that. Um, I love Jack's writing. He really... Um, is just amazing. Um, his uh, imagery, his word choices, everything that he, you know, it's just, a, it always, I don't know, it just, I don't even know how to uh, really put it out there that his um, poetry is always inspiring to me. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Um, it's just so full of emotion and it's just so well written. It 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 it's amazing. I I really I admire Jasper's writing. I really do. Um, my hands are numb, but I want caress. A white summer cloud looming over endless shores. My breath overflows. It tickles me pink. I mean, just absolutely beautiful, beautiful wording throughout this whole entire piece. Amazing job, Jas. <clears throat> but what do you think? <clears throat> I, I know this is supposed to be, I mean, to me, it's, uh, I see, rope, like, even though it's uh, sad, I think it's romantic, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yearn to kiss the fuming sun, thousand flares exploding in my covert cage, to scribble calligraphy of conscience against the sky, the moon steals it. Whoa, <laughs> that's an opener yeah. right there. And then, mm-hmm. shit, he's numb. And endless shores, my breath overflows. A whole tickles me pink. I haven't heard someone say that in a long time. Um, and then the monsoon wedding. It's almost like he's wishing for something. It seems like the theme tonight is longing. A lot of longing going on here. Um, a bride adorning a necklace. This is, I don't know if this is a dream or this really happened, but or he wants it to happen when the stars are found. Heaven kisses earth. 
whole thing's romantically beautiful and in, intimate and elegant, I think. Um, great job, Jask. Yeah, he, he Only has, like I said, he's amazing. Yeah. What an ending. <laughs> yes. <laughs> amazing. I see it's about cancer. Sawa, what do you think? Oh, I love, um, I love Justin. It's about cancer, exactly. He's talking about survival. I love how he has this big heart. He he ta- he writes about mm-hmm. uh, matters that really he cares about in life. That shows his big heart how he cares about others. And um, just a beautiful, really beautiful poem about surviving um, anything like cancer or any any other survival. The, um, where's the one that really got me? The lines. Um, yes, the, your light is a song, the same one that you said. We have to last to the fight till the song lasts. Mist of dark, star appears, and music only my feeble heart can hear. It's beautiful. His way, how he always combines or intertwines his emotion with nature. As someone who really enjoys nature, you can tell that bring him peace and uh, inspire him. Um, just amazing. I really love his writing. So honorable. Awesome. Can you hear me? And I'm sorry, uh, I I <laughs> yes, I hear you. No, I'm sorry. No, no, you're <laughs> No, I, I was looking at the. I was on. I was looking at the studio. <laughs> okay, that's okay. <laughs> and Dash Pat, what do you think? I had a bad connection and I could not hear. So oh, I'm gonna okay. have to read it. Nope, yeah, no problem. <laughs> Silky, what do you think? Yeah, I thought this was a romantic piece, but I thought more of like more romantic for life. I think, um, and what I really I'm trying to find the stanza that really stuck out for me. I had it highlighted and now I lost it. Oh, here we go. I loved, uh, my eyes are swiveled, but I want to perceive a monsoon wedding on the rain and glistening leaves, the bride adorning a necklace of drops of diamonds, revealing the secrets of silent woods with misty haze due casting white shadows. I thought that stands in particular, which is very gorgeous, and uh, which is one of the Awesome. <clears throat> Jennifer, what do you think? No, I really, I really like Jasper. I, I think it gets better and better as it goes along. Um, his mm-hmm. use of poetic devices is, is, is stellar. Um, but like I told him, I, I would drop the music in so his delivery could be more clear, um, especially with such a great poem. Yeah, it was an awesome poem. <clears throat> Raz. Definitely, it does say plenty about survival, not just of cancer. I agree with the other panelists. And uh, there's certain lines here where you have uh, lungs have no space for words now. A mockingbird calls another mile past. Hear the roaring of the crowd as they score the touchdown. And that's just making it through another day, making it through another year of treatment, whether chemo or otherwise, that uh, you get through mm-hmm. the sickness and there's that extension plan that you don't have to die from the cancer 
there's other ways of remediating this uh, severe illness before it becomes completely fatal. Yeah. Okay. Um, you want to put Silky up? Both Silky and then Sinister. Okay. Let me just. <clears throat> so, oh, I sure, I can get off mute here. <laughs> sure, I just gotta find your palm. I'm, I'm looking for it. <laughs> I can grab it real quick. I got it actually. All right, cool. <laughs> here, I got it. Actually, um, this is a uh, song a little bit different. I'm gonna shock everybody and read a very um, light and whimsical piece here. Actually, won gold on. Actually, won the Champ League with no this song. Uh, and rap free. <laughs> you go, boy. <laughs> but um, here we go. This one's called Dreaming and Calligraphy, and the the prompt was uh, Norman Rockwell paintings, and it was pick any one you wanted. Uh, and this one just spoke to me, I guess. But here we go. Her pages sprawl with lines of fanciful calligraphy, ink dancing along veins of serendipity, where she paints constellations and glimmering stardust and weaves the planets to fit in her storylines. Imagination spirals from oblivion to affinity, flirting with the edge of madness as she rides the waves of whimsy. A princess in flowing silver and sable brocade rides in her coach through dark and sinister forests, cobwebs clutching to the corners of her attics, spring into nests for monstrous spiders, and the rats she names and feeds, her pets and confidants, transmute into fleetly dressed drivers and armored guards who march along beside her carriage, riding to banquet in the halls of fairy tale princes, Rich and just kings rule over peaceful lands, and none know of want or stress. Champagne bubbles and shimmers and crystalline flutes, waltzing the grand hall floor, bell of a Beltane ball, lost in the slide and sway of the courtly soiree. She drifts to sleep, pen still in hand, and dreams of a love to sweep her away. And pump. <clears throat> that was really I, I like that. Um Norman Rockwell I love Norman Rockwell paintings. They they're just amazing. And I love how you took this painted this picture and just created this whole entire um story for this woman. You know, Princess and Flowing Silver and Sable Brocade. Um and then ending it with the if I can just scroll, I'll be happy. She drifts to sleep, pen still in hand, and dreams of a love to sleep her away. This is an amazing thing. I, I love how you took this painting and just gave her a whole story. Um, and you did an amazing job telling the story about this woman. I think this is a really, really awesome um, right? Um, yeah, it's not dark, it's not, but it, it's just really well done. It's just an amazing piece, Silky. I think you did an awesome job with this. <clears throat> you deserve that. You got a gold, you said? You deserve that gold. <laughs> he won the tournament. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won the rap free tournament. Yeah, it was the last poem. I mean, it was a whole 
<laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is the poem I want it with. So it's an awesome poem. Turn the really, really other direction. It. Look what happened. Yeah. Oh man, it was, it was like a year long, and it was like brutal. Deb De- De- Lee actually came in second, and uh, it was a tight race between us two. I think I barely won by a nose. So yeah, <laughs> he beat Deb. Her poem, her poem for this contest was amazing too. I would recommend people check it out. Mind of you. Boo, what'd you think? Well, I like that you went the other way and other direction for you, because if, if the name was covered up, I never would have thought that you wrote this. But that's, that's good true. <laughs> you're trying something different, something new, and it works. I mean, I never would have looked at this picture and got, you know, she's in calligraphy. I think that's a beautiful concept, actually really cool, ink dancing along veins of serendipity. It just sounds like she's in heaven when she's up there, and that's her own thing that she does, and that's her moment, her time, and everybody needs it. Um, and then riding the banquet in the halls of fairy tale princes, um, rich kings, the peaceful lords. Like it's almost, it does read like a fairy tale, and it's, um, something you'd read to your kids. It's really, mm-hmm. really good, and it's unique, different for you. And uh, I already nominated it. <laughs> Good job. Oh, I was gonna beat you, boo. I was Aww. gonna beat you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> she beat me. You little punk salad. You're welcome. <laughs> and sour. I really like this. I agree with you, Boo. If I if it was your name was not there, I wouldn't have guessed it too. Even though you're a great storyteller, I have to say, uh, congratulations on the gold. Deserved. I love how you you put yourself in a woman mind. What women want, or like imagining what a woman. Um, a princess. It's true, give it a feeling of uh, fairy tale, but there's so many who really uh, like have this imagination. Mm-hmm. I like to say imagination spirit from oblivion to infinity, flirting the edge of madness, he rides the wave of whimsy. I mean, we, we, I think everyone, woman, mother, no man, but you have this moment where you dream and wish and beautifully done at the end, you just drift to sleep pen still in hand and dream, especially poets. We are poets here and we have a pen and we write about feelings and emotions. Mm-hmm. So beautifully done. Really, I'll, I will definitely nominate it. Well done. Oh, thank you, Sawa. I appreciate My that. My pleasure. My pleasure. Dashpad, did you get to hear that? Yes, and I thought the read was very good. The imagery was lush. And the only thing I felt was that maybe sometimes when you're royalty or something like that, it can be lonely. Hmm. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, actually. I mean, it's always lonely, uh, heavy as the head that wears the crown and all that. So, thank you. Yeah. Okay. And Sinister, you can have the last comment while I put you up on the board. Sinister? Yeah. I'm on mute. All right. I'm, not, I'm <laughs> off mute now. I'm on mute. Um, <clears throat> I really enjoyed this. I, I enjoyed how you took us through the journey of the writing process 
through another's mind and the third eye look. Uh, it was it was fantastically um, put together. And congratulations on your goal. Well deserved. Well, thank you. Thank you, son. Sinister, I have you up. Okay. Uh, reading the next poem, dedication of my late wife, Casey Amundsen. But without, these works would never come about. Life hack. Stonework by the crystal. A crowd of pretense knows why. She dances wildly with fashion, failing to obtain twinkling eyes. Psalm on the instance is now passing, weeping over burdens of lies. None reason the obvious in malice. Tired my pages went gone. Mm. Okay. Sorry. None reason the audience is malice. Trying to ascertain absolution in life, we often forget simple interactions, selfishly picking scabs from the dire, nauseous vapors and sex senses broken as resolved, leaking out blind eyes. Are we really living in the nothing turning? Help me gain solid ground. There will be no refuge in such weather, shelterless with foot and mouth. Deviation befalls once trust is questioned, war and the relative conundrums, finding oneself soiled in trivial acceptance, sterile, as it only for a shame, haphazardly lounging in jaded, monotonous hollows, nourished by brilliant radioactive lows. Neon saviors reign in feeble corridors vast, illuminating theories on mind control, swiftly breaking the headstrong pioneers, running wildly into bleak horizons of marred death. I will low by these schisms with husk paint, streamline the embalming into the black, four chambers choking on evolutionary laps, high on quizzical paternity hazing rights, lying under a blood moon and gross in the house of Satan's lackeys amidst waxing moonbeams. Can you gain attentive reasoning 666 miles down, circles of lava fire engulfing the soul? And shifting through craters complacent or Creeping carpets for another alibi that shines. It's a time when inertia notices age and everyone's cracked on wishes wasted. You set so much faith on alienated stars. See this mold infest every crevice broken. Sickly persuasive as the decay rapidly staking claim. Ultraviolet iridescence found in such erratic reaction which catapults obscenity into our regime. Fondling time's curly locks. Such naive impurities found shaking, exasperated by my stoic figure. Ran short breath into a wall, cracking my failed pretense as they've all become dry, and my words come out muffled or not at all, failing to express my devotion and your persistent warmth. Possess this weary resonator of cold flow. You truly do encapsulate what little love I don't afford. Apologies shower the infinite, in which I'll always lack abundance. But you can't forgive silence. Why not chance your bounty through another door, one which can gift you all that I criminally hoard? I, not but a remnant of life, never brought to fruition, so broken, just pulsing pile of chromosomes hacked and peace. Jesus. Uh, Holy shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I. Whoa. 
I was trying to keep um, track of the lines that I liked. Um, where was it? There was one here I really... Uh, the I will lullaby these schisms with huffs of paint streamline the embalming into the black. Four chambers choking on evolutionary laps high on quizzical fraternity hazing rights. And then the laying... That was just... And can you gain attentive reasoning 666 miles down circles of lava fire engulfing the soul? It was just that, like that whole section right there, just like really grabbed me. Um, just amazing. Um, it's been a while since I've heard you read, though. I, I, I don't think you read it as fast as you usually read, honestly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this was so jam packed. That was, and that's the thing about you're writing, it's like, it's so jam-packed, it's so much stuff, like, I'm trying to keep up, with, and I was like, it's so amazingly written, but I would need, like, another read just um, to just to break it down, but this was amazing, I, like, those are the lines that really hit me, I think they were, it was fantastically written, um, just amazing, um, the way you read it, just added to it, so this was a really great piece, in under. <clears throat> what did you think? Shit, this is like a kick in the balls and then some. I mean, uh, in my opinion, I was just like, I'm exa- I was exhausted when he was done, but so, so much emotion and just the way you read it um, knocked me, blew me away. Uh, I'm trying to find, I think one of my favorite lines is the one at the top. Uh, well, there's a couple, but um, where you say, I think this is, for me, the point of the poem is, um, Ascertain absolution in life. We often forget simple interaction, selfishly picking scabs from the dire and nauseous vapors, infect senses, infect senses. I think you're talking about we don't spend enough time on the small things and we often forget those things. And, um, you know, the simple interactions, the little things that, that make two people connected and make two people bond. Um, are we living mm-hmm. in nothing turning? Just like, what the fuck is life about, you know? And why does it go mm-hmm. so fast? And what the fuck do I do now? And um, finding yourself spoiled in trivial acceptance because all that small bullshit doesn't mean anything is what makes you sick now. And also the same thing that you wish that you would have noticed um, as well, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And then the whole thing, I mean, geez, the see the mold infest every crevice broken. Um, you feel like it's your fault. Things are your fault and it's broken. Uh, shit, I don't know, but it's very powerful, moving. And mm-hmm. uh, it kicked me in the balls, really. Excellent, excellent. I hope you feel a little bit better reading it. <coughs> read was awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Bruce. Great. You're welcome. Silky. Yeah, I always dig your uh, read style, Sinister. It's always, uh, you got your own unique uh, little way you do it, and it's always awesome to me, honestly, because uh, I think you I think uh, you do it almost all the time, and it sounds like almost like a slam thing, but you also, it's like you pour every mm-hmm. ounce of your feelings into it, and uh, it's just it's just always unique, and I also, I loved uh, some of these lines, like, um, I'm trying to find it again. I had it highlighted, but I actually just... <laughs> Scrolled up and I've lost it. Okay, laying, laying, laying. Here it is. Okay, I love these three stanzas in particular. Um, and then the, the last line of the three stanzas. 
uh, laying under a blood moon engrossed in the howls of Satan's lackeys and its waxing moonbeams, can you gain attentive reasoning 666 miles down, circles mm-hmm. of lava fire engulfing the soul, and shifting through craters complacent of creeping carpets for another alibi that shines mm-hmm. in the time when inertia notices age in every instance, cracked on wishes wasted, and then my bulb right here, you set so much faith on alienated stars. It's like, damn. Oh. Uh, those, those three mm-hmm. lines, those three stands in particular, mm-hmm. just grabbed me and just didn't let go. And uh, just a great piece, Minister. Awesome. Yeah. And I noticed that it's 666 miles down. Yep, exactly. Dash <laughs> patch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first of all, Sinister, this was great read. And um, I really like the line, failing to express my devotion in your persistent warmth. That's when Mm -hmm. I knew that you were alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Thank you. Rez, Rez, you can have the last comment, and then I yep. have you on the board afterwards. I'm being impressed by Sinister's right. This is uh, not the first time I analyze this poet's writing. Here he's become <laughs> very blatant in, in having a discussion with Satan and uh, how mm-hmm. we should feel about uh, that and eventualities that we want our souls to go into this more horrific afterworld instead of holding on to what we have now. But what there is a reality mm-hmm. is scientific experimentations of genetics, like he's describing on the flip side of this argument with the devil, is the peace. And so uh, if life is hacked, then we can just pray that uh, all those interferences are a state of holding hostage that, uh, Cannot uh, persist to the point of not finding peace of mind. You go, Rez. (laughs) (laughs) And Raz is up. Thanks. This one is uh, not so Blakeian, but uh, I I wrote it anyways. And here's the piece. It's called NDE Take 5. NDE Take five. Raymond Moody was on the death trip. The past life experiences are silenced in earlier percolate of human development. Near-death experience with GNC hormone pills. The dehydrated body temperature laid in the tub 36 hours before dying. Subcaption. Finn. Crying of all the mistaken identity crisis. Loss of respect for ego's sake. None heard to the animal guide. Over true the rear side, extinguishing fear, plea bargain, sorry. Willowbrook continued to permit the lackluster midnight lamp blue fireball over western shores, blazing the response trip quid, the crawling squid attached to ladder work montages. Check title group holding. A victim is not an individual who's in federal custody. Annex the paragraph, which was in section one. Title ten protects a handful of considerable decent person is really a working theory. South Memorial Hospital, 11.48 p.m., legless, 
tap water, emotion, salt dehydration, going through all memory loss, from paramedic, anesthetic sedation. It all initiates by 12, the mysterious program playing an unscheduled rerun of the Honeymooners. Boot on death, had festival dances, pummeling the Tower of Pizza stanza, animated suspension. It's based off the four mission control prompting, conducting the testing of civilian population. The unknown group, Kralis, marks the survey pocket sprawling. Unconscious influences are inserted here, where the art viewer is compelled to reject whatever message was the main idea to a classic portrait. Contact block defense interferes with the high microwave resolution. The unity control is purified, sterilized. Began circa 2015. Corner of the eye look paranoia. Solaris watches. Van Dyke convenient scientific approach. Easy use and ready disposable building home rape kit. MTV promoted a new culture, but Viacom had a loaner deed. Paroxysms. The best seats in the house were taken by Terry Tunes, registered and renewed to outlet guidelines. Delete information, the whole extent of battle, mercy, the future military robots uploading the recycle bin elimination preliminaries, heckle and jackal printing blocks, class status expired with the office requisite, near-death experiences, life flashes before the eyes, the last seen prior to death to the vacant of black dark, to the shrinking recording, cues of presenting a dear and present national security threat, we were viral talking media satellites, humming the theme of Nat King Cole, unforgettable, playing the mind games which conspiracy will be believed. Final Jeopardy question, who taught us knowledge? Chapstick, the energy-boasting herbal supplement, found to be connected to spiritual molecules of DMTs. Spiritualist consultation recommendation, our current position at lost living restitution is the lightless, deserted LA halfway home. Spelling the right order in the unknown language of the Red Book would undo the right to summon and poem. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, I I just so I I I, I have a question before. I... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't really curiosity. I go out of curiosity because I know it's about uh, near death experiences and and stuff like that. Um, the Raymond Moody was on a death trip. Is that an actual person? Like, is that somebody? Um, yeah, or is that a who researched the thought of uh, all kinds of psychic phenomenon, including reincarnation, and so it's a reference to him, his own science, and why it's not a death trip. Oh, I just wanted okay, I just wanted to make sure I was like, I know you know <laughs> I just wanted to make sure, okay, and um, the reference to Willowbrook is that Willowbrook in Staten Island and the one in New York that got yeah shut down okay yeah i that's right. what i figured I, I I recognized most of these places when you were reading it, yeah I, I, Willowbrook definitely needed to go down i I actually know the person that called um who actually brought it to light that they were doing the crazy things they were doing in Willowbrook. And then it got changed over to the College of Staten Island, which I had the luxury of attending. So, um, yeah, this was really good. Um, uh, I like the the, the, the whole – that you bring out so many things. South Memorial House, 11.48 p.m., legless tap water, salt dehydration going through all memory loss from paramedic anesthetic sedation. Like, you you, you, you grab all the things that – 
I guess if a person was dying, the things that they would um, go through. I mean, people who have actually experienced near death, you know, or people who have actually died and come back, um, have all sorts mm-hmm. of stories that they that they can tell you. You know, you know, um, some that have actually seen. You know, they have got into a tunnel where there's an e- a light at the end, and then they hear a voice saying, "It's not your time," and they come back. Um, my cousin. Uh, passed away three times on the table while she was having her last child. And she said she heard the doctor um, saying that she had flatlined. And she said, I wanted to tell them I'm, I'm, I'm alive. I don't know what you're talking about. Yet she was dead, according to the doctors. So it's, like, amazing um, the things that go on in the human body, even after it's no longer in this, you know, living realm, I guess. Um, so I really like um, how you, you brought all that stuff out. Um, this is a really like in-depth educational. I think that's why I like your poetry, right? Because I literally learned <laughs> learn from your poetry, which is awesome. Because, like I said, I always like learning something new. So this is really um, the. I like the um, the 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 MTV promoted a new culture by but Viacom had the loan of deed. Uh, this is really awesome. Um, All that's rag. I, mean, I, rag. I could keep going, but title owner of MTV in the seventies. Yeah, I could keep going, but I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> but what do you think? <laughs> well, it's weird. About, I mean, well, I kind of know the inside scoop, so I don't want to cheat too much. But what's um, weird about people don't know about a near-death experience? Well, most people. I mean, it's like a life-threatening episode where the body is injured by like a heart attack or trauma. It's a lot like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, like detaching from one's body. You see, you hear about a lot of people say that they're, they could see themselves floating over themselves mm-hmm. yep. and, and people, other people talking about them. And that's so cool. Um, and then you have the loss of blood flow and oxygen and all that stuff that remains a mystery because the subconscious mind is deep thing to, to dive into, but I know that um, I've been, well, I've been saved from death like three times already. I never saw like a light or something like that, but I felt like the Holy Spirit around me the last time that happened. But um, I know like you felt it, you saw it, and you you were dead, and um, this is in the yeah. worst time in your life, and you, you, you found a way out. And I think a lot of this talks about that and um, how you were questioning it if you were really dead and all the mundane things around you that we don't really notice that we should notice, I think. I don't know, maybe I'm way off mm-hmm. on that. But it's so interesting and um, unique, and I would have to read it again too, but I think you did a great job. I love all the references to pop culture like you always do. Uh, good job, Raz. Yeah, you're right about certain other details <laughs> in this piece occurring around the near-death experience. There's the actual real world compared to your own death, and you wonder about what relevancy was there if, in fact, mm-hmm. all you're going to do is. Sinister. Well, personally, I've been saved by living machines more times than I'd like to admit. Um, <laughs> this, is a, this is a journey uh, about human vitality, it's an intelligent depiction of life and death. As always, Raz, you you don't hold back. Great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> it's okay. 
Yeah, I think you all pretty much said almost everything that I would like to add that I, I loved uh, this part of what you wrote. Raz, uh, delete information, the whole extent of battle mercy to future military robots imploding, the recycle bin, elimination, preliminary, heckle and jekyll, pricking blocks, class, status expired with the office requisite, near-death experience with life flash before the eyes, and the last thing seen prior to death is the vacant and black dark to the shrinking recording. I was like, damn, that was just, uh, that hit hard and uh, I agree with what Lizzie was saying about, yeah, you know, usually learn a new word or two whenever I, I see your stuff because uh, you have such a wide vocabulary in your uh, rights. It's mm-hmm. just really impressive. Enjoy it. Marty Pink. And yeah, it's true what they say. Everything looks like a recording and then you realize it's it was all a lie, maybe, except for the fact that you thought you were here. Right. It was all a lie, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dash pat. Yeah. Um, I I really like the reading was great, and this is a great write. Um, I like the fantasy in it. And I felt like it made me think of when I'm kind of half asleep and half awake, how my mind thinks about mm-hmm. stuff. Um, your your historical references and your medical, your use of medical jargon is is really good. And I like the humor in it. It all initiates by 12 the mysterious program playing un, an unscheduled rerun of the Honeymooners. Mm. Very true. And I, I like this line too. <laughs> Unconscious influences are inserted here where the art viewer is compelled to reject whatever message was the main idea to a classic portrait. Well, that part was actually being sarcastic on the... <laughs> Doing the ending yeah. right. Yeah, you have that well, one right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I really, I really liked it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Josh Fat, I have you up on the board. Oh, okay. Thanks, the title of my poem is "Them." It used to be titled Sunny Day, and I might change it back to that. I've become one of those people, the people you thought didn't exist, that you'd never become. Did I go outside today? No, I did not. End poem. Oh yeah, shit, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't write anything that doesn't at least have sixty words to it. So, um, I, I'm always impressed with anybody who can get, you know, <laughs> something deep, and it's just like this short little thing. Because I, I can't. It takes me six, at least sixty words, and I consider that a brevity. <laughs> Another reason yeah, you failed, like, um, <laughs> <laughs> I talk too much shit. I can't hold it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sure I'd sell the eHarmony cuff too, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Yo, you want no, a shirt too? I want to make a shirt that says I failed eHarmony. I go, I'm yeah. going to make a shirt that says I failed eHarmony, I swear. I'm, I'm going to get the test and post it. Yeah. Yeah, they won't let me take it again. <laughs> I'm done. That's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like. I, this is really. I, you know, did I go outside today? No, I did not. Um, yeah, one of those people that you just. I I think I spend more time looking out my window and seeing what's going on outside than actually going outside. Like I feel like. You know, when I was a kid and you were playing outside and you would see all the little the shades come open and there were eyes staring at you and you were like, yeah. <laughs> I've become one of those people. I'm like, just looking out the window, staring out there. I feel like my cat now, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I I, I like that. That's, that's really, you know, like I said, I'm amazed that anybody can write, you know, it's such a short little thing and, and get, you know, a point out because I, I can't do it. So this was really good. Um, dash pad. I really liked it. Boo, what do you think? Thank you. Well, how many times do you say? To, how many times do you say to somebody, "Hey, if I ever get like that, shoot me or kill me, whatever." You yeah, think. exactly. And now yep. you, mm-hmm. you, and now you are that person, and you're like, "Fuck, I didn't want to become this person, <laughs> but here, here I am, here I am." And um, mm-hmm. it's a slap in the face of reality that you've become just as lame as everyone else, or just as mundane as everyone else. And uh, you mm-hmm. said you'd never be that person, and you are. And you're looking in the mirror like, shit, this sucks. I'm just as unoriginal as you know. And um, <laughs> that's what I see there. <laughs> and it's really well done. And, and it's another kick in the balls, I think, too. I mean, to write something, you just go like, whoa. And I don't know how many words it is, like 12 or something. Good stuff, Pat. Yeah. But you're really good at shocking people, and you're really good at being honest. Thank you. Thanks, Pat. Thank you. You're welcome. Sinister, what do you think? I uh, intelligent brevity about the changes we go through and the things that we uh, try to keep ourselves separate from. But in the long run, they always become part of us without due, due diligence. Bring it peace. Mm. Thank uh, you. Raz. Yeah, I wrote back interesting viewpoint of personal choices for self seclusion before the era of social distancing and the motive of independent citizens to spend countless of hours on the web or inclusively bidding. And Silky. Thank you. Yeah, I dug this. It was a very powerful brevity. I totally agree. Um Shane, maybe it spoke too to me a little. I don't know, it's because I have agoraphobia or anxiety issues, and uh, uh, to me, it kind of maybe spoke about um, someone getting something like that, like uh, perhaps a little bit of agoraphobia, or I could see it booze way too about someone turning into someone fully mundane that they never wanted to be, or uh, um, or though I kind of took it more towards the mental health angle. I thought. Um, Anyway, I could be wrong there, but um, to me, that's how, especially those last two lines hit me. Um, yeah. And the top mm-hmm. part, because I, I, I kind of, I feel like that too myself uh, sometimes with my shit. And I always got to, I got to go out and work on my shit all the time to make sure I don't, it doesn't get too bad on me. And uh, 
Yeah. I really got I really dug this. Just great great piece of dash pat and great read. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got the sense of the agoraphobia. I, I also um was wondering if it had to do with um people basically got shoved into their houses with the whole virus when it came out. I think everyone became almost Oh yeah. You know, whether they wanted to or not, you know what I mean? We just all became yeah, a yeah. because you just couldn't go out anywhere, you know what I mean? So um, I got a sense mm-hmm. of that, too. Like, I was thinking, you know, that's, that's the thought that came into my head that, you know, we all kind of got locked in and boarded in because of the virus. And, yeah. I, you know, it's like, did you go outside? No, I didn't go outside because, you know, you don't want to go outside. So it, it was, it, it, you know, I think that that kind of applied to that, too. So, yeah, I got that that same feeling. So Also, to the mental health <clears throat> part of it, like, um, like, yeah, psyching yourself up to go out, you know, to tell how much effort yeah. and time it takes to actually get your shit together to go out. And by yeah. the time you, mm-hmm. sometimes you do, it's fucking it's already closed or whatever because you're just tripping so long. And there's a time. And your hair's all messed up. <laughs> yeah, and you got your lipstick on and you have nowhere to go. <laughs> oh. I do that a lot. No. Good job, Pat. Yeah, Thank very you. good job. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. I am going to play a sound file. How about you read yours, Lizzie? I don't have one for today. I'm just here uh, having fun with everyone today. <laughs> you should go grab one. You should go grab one. <laughs> All right. I'll grab one while I'm playing this sound file. <laughs> so we're going to hear um, Phil the Poet. Okay. So let me just put him on the board, and I will hit play. Did I not put his name on it? Let me just make sure before I do anything. Yep, okay. And here we go. Is a poem by Phil the Poet called Injustice. It's an injustice when a poet is slandered and plagiarized by a mindless minority of illiterates who don't realize or don't simply care about the uranium they've bruised selfishly breaking the sacred unwritten poetic rules. It made me incensed when they stole the sweet nectar to disguise themselves up as a bright Cornish star whose writing flows, painting a poetic scene only to be muddied by the dirty boots of the mean. It's an injustice when those in charge turn a blind eye make the genuine poets ponder on the question why Every day someone feels like it's a waste of time, leaves a note for all to see that they have been derined. The gutless few want to destroy what we have built. No original idea, no imagination, they're full of guilt. They like to steal, they like to pass it off as their own, but they're just weeds frustrated and all alone. Fight the injustice and stand up for Jane. Fight the injustice and start to proclaim poetic justice for those who write true, be it original, and silence the gormless few. End poem. Somebody pissed Phil off. Yeah. It says down here, Justice for Jane, Geranium Blue, a contest on the faults and flaws of a lost blue boy contest. This contest got removed, but the plagiarism, plagiarized never to. Where is the justice? 
Hold on. All right, I'm, I'm glad. I've never had anybody try to steal my stuff, but I, I think I would be really pissed off if I turned around and somebody posted one of my poems with their name on it. I, I, I can see where that would truly... Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, you will definitely lose your mind. I, I like the way he begins. It's an injustice when a poet is slandered and plagiarized by a mindless minority of illiterates who don't realize or don't simply care about the geranium they've abused, selflessly breaking the sacred, unwritten poetic rules. Uh, I really like oh. the way he started that. I mean, he he was just downright, you know. He just bitch slapped just, you. Yeah, if he had the person in front of him, he would definitely bitch slap you. You know, um, I don't know. I don't know who's plagiarizing, but you need to stop that shit because it ain't right. <laughs> um, this is uh, that ain't right, man. It's not right. You know, yeah. think, come up with your own shit. Why would you copy <laughs> somebody from the same website and then put it on your own, knowing that's probably going to get exactly. read anyway? You're an idiot. Exactly, especially yeah. uranium. I mean, you know, she she's somebody that most people on AP know. You're gonna recognize. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I, I just don't understand. I, I like I said, uh, mm-hmm. you need to just come up with your own shit. If I can't write, then for two weeks I don't write because I don't have anything original to come up with. But you know, I, I can't see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm creative, son of a bitches. Uh, Boo, what did you son think? Son creative, son of a bitches. Agreed. Um, you know, I actually have had seen some some things that I've written on here before, like just not the whole poem, but just like phrases and words. Or just like sentences, I've seen it a couple of times. I'm just like, oh, well, whatever. Um, at first, I was thinking, hey, why do we have the same thought? But then I was like, hmm, it's the same person with the same thought over and over again. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, anyway, and it is, there are an original and mindless minority of illiterates who don't realize or don't simply care about geranium. Yeah, you know, that's messed up. At least he's standing up for her. Like, he's pissed off. You can yes. see standing up for her friends with poetry. And I'm hoping this and stand up. That's the thing. When you stand up, you get stuck. Usually. Yep. Because I've been over and over. That's happened to me. So <laughs> most people just shut up. It's easier that way. <laughs> yeah. But I disagree. Good poem, Phil. Yeah, Awesome. Raz, what'd you think? Yeah, I wrote back, geranium blue particular in the verse shows how little the idea could be underlined in the achievement of justice, achieving saving face from another's demands of testing the knight's honor. Layering is premeditated with poet's sense of diverging logic from metaphorical languages. And so what he's doing here, standing up, for another's uh, own reputation, you know, in every world being British, I find this to be an act of knighthood, really. There you go, Raz. That's a friend yes. right there. I agree. That's yep. a friend. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> agree. Yep, welcome to walk. <clears throat> Silky, what do you think? Yeah, I totally agree um, with what Phil's all saying here, and I, I can't stand plagiarists. It's just uh, it's a terrible thing to try to steal somebody's work and their words and try to pass it off as your own. And because uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sure I'm sure all poets here are the same, but I I, I kind of take pride and I I really I, I don't like it if I sound like somebody else. Or I, I try to make sure I'm every time I write it something like at least unique uh, 
to the best I can, you know, unique and uh, something that's all mine. And I just, uh, mm-hmm. I, I like I said, I deplore people who try, and I've seen a few people do it too. I've, I've had a few pointed out, um, and I, I think I I, I should boost some uh, somebody that we that I caught that a friend of mine uh, caught and took a bunch of screenshots of, and. Um, and we kind of like exposed them to Kevin, and uh, all of a sudden a few of their poems just poofed. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, but um, no, I just um, I really dug this whole piece, and I like I like this whole like cry of injustice and like rise up and don't let a, don't let anybody take your words, and just uh, it was an amazing piece. I enjoyed it. Awesome, Dash Pat. Um. I, yeah, I like the poem. I like the um, emotion in it, the rage. I, I did want to say one thing, though. Um, I think mimicry is the... Well, I think it's... I was it's flattering. Um, copied, yeah, I was copied by a friend of mine years ago, and... It was very difficult discussing it with this person because I was um, very flattered, you know, that they liked my work. But um, of course, it's it's wrong. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to bring it up. Thank you. Yes, <clears throat> sir. <clears throat> Minister, did you drop? Oh, maybe. No, no, he didn't drop. I think he's on mute. Oh. <laughs> he's moving around. I just got distracted by the kids. I didn't hear it. I'll have to read it and comment later. Oh, no problem. No problem. How do you feel about, how do you feel about plagiarism? How do you feel about plagiarism, Finn? Uh, <laughs> he's like that. Boo, shut up. <laughs> Okay, never mind. I think he's I think he's dealing with a issue. All right, boom. So I did put one of my older ones up. So I will read this. So this is titled Carcinogenic Breast. <clears throat> Staring out into the cold, my eyes piercing, dissecting the wave of shadows crashing along a shoreline of neurons that now infest my brain, asphyxiated. I claw at my throat, seeking the sweet fragrance of air, chest wall collapsing beneath the weight of the blackened toxins that flow through my veins. Caged within the bars of your embrace, frozen, I stare as the headlights of death crash into me, and I lay silent, shivering beneath a touch. My mind racing beneath a malignant kiss, spreading a plague across my flesh. Blackened tumors consume every fiber, reducing me to a pile of rotted meat. Draped with your shadow, filled with your carcinogenic breath, I have died a thousand deaths, yet not once have I lived. And poem. Oh, I like the ending on that one. Not once have I lived. Uh, that's a good ending. Uh, yeah, this is somebody who's like just literally burned. I like carcinogenic kiss. Just somebody's toxic. It doesn't didn't do shit to lift you or make you feel loved or wanted. Just basically just tortured you and made you um, hurt you even more and made you more of a non-believer. 
another reason you feel mm-hmm. the harmony test. So kidding. Um, <laughs> so kidding. Um, the music is malignant kiss, but it's just it hurts you. That sticks out. That's the part that sticks out for me. Um, interpretation of someone dying a slow death because this person is just toxic for them, but they're still there wondering why they're there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good job. Why are you wasting so much time over there? Um, mm-hmm. Sinister, <laughs> what do you think? Great, right, Lizzie? Thank you. <clears throat> oh, he may be busy. Yeah, you, Sorry. You my, uh, took my line, but to run through toxic relations, heavy as the hand of the imposed, uh, any great detail to you know, a tragic relation uh, that is is overpowering and overburdened. Great, right? Mm-hmm. There Thank you go. You. And Razzle Dazzle. There's one line here at the ending which struck me as uh, the kind of sentiment a person goes through when they masochistically try to love another but are constantly neglected, rejected, or in general, just ignored. So that dying a thousand deaths, it's what it's like that you feel for someone who doesn't seem to compensate those exact emotions, nor even cares to acknowledge that your existence is equally real. And coming from the poet that, Dying of a thousand deaths is deeply romantic. It's uh, saying you're willing to actually uh, suffer more than anyone else for whoever this is. And uh, that's really the tragic part. Uh, Often when we reach that verse, that uh, what there is, uh, the reciprocal point just happens to simply not care. Yeah. Thank you, Ed. Oh, sorry. I'm sitting here base cadet. Sorry. <laughs> <Don't you. laughs> base out. Yeah. I'm in space now. Sokinator, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. And uh, okay. I, I love this poem, Lizzie. Uh, yeah, it was dark, and uh, and I show your darkness. And um, I really enjoyed this stanza in particular, Cage within the bars of your embrace. Frozen, I stare as the headlights of death crash into me. And I lay silent, shivering beneath the tot. And then I love the, yeah, the line too, like everyone said, the, uh, I've died a thousand deaths, yet not once have I lived. And that was just uh, a fantastic ending. Just awesome darkness. I enjoyed it. And Miss Pat, you there, Pat? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry about that. I was on mute, and I'm okay. about ready to run out of power. But um, I thought this was about um, quality of life, mm. and fun. No, no, it was about Sometimes. toxic relationship. <laughs> yeah, but that's how, that's how well, that fucks up your life, the whole quality so of your life thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, and 
so the cancer was a metaphor. Mm-hmm. But that's a kind of cancer that you know, like a different kind of emotional cancer, right, Lucy? You're talking about yeah. that eats away exactly. at you. Exactly. That's you exactly know? It's what like it is. Jesus. It's like a cancer yeah, that like, just eats away at you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But well, yeah, a lot of people right are in this Thank you. Well, thank you. I don't know why people stay in these, though, because a lot of people are in these type of relationships and they stick around. I don't know what the payoff is, but uh, maybe that's all they know. I don't know. I I just think that... um, Yes. Oh, you're welcome. I think that people stick around in toxic relationships more because you don't want to, you have a feeling, like Raz said, you feel something for this person, even though they don't, you know, show it back or they don't have the same feeling back, but you don't want to let go of that. You think at some point you can make that person love you. And so you stick yeah. around thinking, I just need to work at it. I just need to work at it. And eventually you turn yeah. around and you just go, I spent, you know, I just lost, you know, whatever part of my life with this person and, they're just never mm-hmm. going to love me. You know what I mean? And I think that's why people stick around. It's, you know, just a matter of, you know, everybody tells you, you know, you just have to work at it, you know, and you're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to work at it. That crumb that you got. Yeah, exactly. Work you know, harder. Like, work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Work harder. You're not trying hard enough. You just got to, you know, you got to do more for them. Well, you know, how much more are you supposed to do <laughs> before you realize yeah, you're holding on to that crumb that's not working? You got one third mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm holding on to a like, crumb when I can get a whole freaking. I, I'm holding on to a crumb when I can get a whole loaf. You know what I mean? It's like, but you lost you yeah. so much time doing it, and that's that's what I think it is. You know, and so I, I think that's why yeah. people hold on. Boom. Uh, blog talk has literally dropped. Yeah, I go literally. Blog talk has dropped all of us off, and the show is being processed right now. So we are no longer oh, on recording either. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's cool. I uh, I told so uh so okay. Um, gee, I'd read hers. It's a real short. That's okay. Cause she missed the yeah that time. That's fine. I'm just okay. saying because it's not being recorded. So yeah, we could read her. Yeah. Let me um. Sorry, I'll put it up We could at least board. comment and then wait or something. Uh, she tried yeah. to get in there, but it was closed. I don't know what happened with the timing today, but uh, probably my fault. <laughs> So this says I breathe again. But the, That's the book you the, have on the board? Yeah. The prompt okay. says our backs tell stories no books have the spine to carry. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that's uh, really Lucy good. Carr. Yeah, that's really good. I'm going to save that one. Um, crawl on my skin, embers, aspine, well, my eyes, a deluge brine, slowly wilt. I... My eyes once a flutter of fireflies impishly dance to his sinister lies, a chasm now of unsung motley, flute darkness halcyon lullabies. I breathe again with each new sunrise and poem. Oh, that's cute. Oh, yeah. That was really good. Um, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, I, my, 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 my screen froze, so I can't even pull it up, so I can't Sorry. quote anything out of it. That's okay. But I like the... Um, um, <clears throat> the sinister lies. I I love that because you know I think so relatable. But I think all of us have have had the you know we've been told the lies, the 
God only knows what other, you know, plate of shit that we've been handed and, and, um, you know, we just have to escape it. And then when you do escape it, you do feel like oh, I could breathe again. You know what I mean? Like for a minute mm-hmm. that you thought you were breathing, but you really weren't, you know, living, you really weren't breathing. You were just kind of existing in some plane of whatever. And then when you finally get away from that, it's like this, like you opened up to a whole new world. Like the world just looks different all of a sudden, you know, and it's, it's like giving a blind man, you know, the, the ability to see. It's like, holy shit, this is what I was missing. Um, so mm-hmm. it was, that's really, I really like that. Um, she always writes those, she always writes that, you know, with things that are relatable to all of us, I think. Um, and this is definitely one of them. Really awesome piece, mm-hmm. Jay. <coughs> Um, Raz, what do you think? Yeah, if someone's going to be like breathing a sunrise, then they're obviously doing something good for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once you get that sunrise, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then at this point, you already you feel like I like the word, wish you were used the word impish, you know, and I'm inclined to do slightly naughty things for. For fun, mischievous, like, this is the time that, you know, you're like, you feel like an asshole now, you know, and you wasted it all like the time. And the Renaissance re-enlightenment all in one there. Here you go. And, you know, you now you feel like an asshole that you shouldn't have seen this shit before, but you didn't. And now you're just like, oh, my God, you know, I can't even believe I let him take, get one over on me, all the lies, all the bullshit and mm-hmm. everything. And I just ate it up. Because you thought it was love, but it was what you wanted love to be. It was how you, you know, first of all, it shouldn't yep. be 80-20. It should be like 50-50. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, when you start exactly. to you give more than they do, then there's a problem there. Um, and now her eyes mm-hmm. were once full of dreams, but now she's like, fuck off. So, you know, you get to that point how it goes from love to hate quickly. Yeah. Sometimes. I know this you is off topic, but what I'm saying is, when you have those dawns that you look at the sunrise and you feel one with, with the fact that the sun is rising, those are like the best moments you can have from my own yes. personal take. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Good point, Red. <laughs> and she's breathing again. Let's hope so, you know, because, yeah. you know, he ain't going to resuscitate you and nobody's going to. So. Nope. <laughs> I, I, Good job, I, I agree with you, Red. I go, I agree with you, Raz. I think the best thing in the world is to sit down by the beach and watch the sunrise. Oh, my God. You just feel yeah. this amazing feeling. Like, nothing else in the world can feel that good. It's like, I don't know what it is. It's something about the sunrise, the water, the the sound of it. It's just an amazing feeling. Like, I don't ever, I don't want to leave there. It's like, no, nah, that's all right. I don't need to leave. I'm, I'm good, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I love our back um, so stories. Yeah. No book has a spine to carry. That's yes, so cool. Yes. That's an mm-hmm. amazing that's an amazing thing. I like that. Yeah. That's a really awesome quote mm-hmm. right there. That's for a contest too. Must check it out. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. That's an awesome quote. I wonder who made that quote. I need to know. <laughs> Rupi well, Kara. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. All righty. Well, um Raz, I hope you plan to have a show. Um, I don't know. No, Silky left. Okay. Um, Sinister, you still with us? Sinister? 
I'm still with Pat's still here. You want to comment, Pat? I know you got a comment for this one, Pat. (laughs) Yeah, two two words. Love stinks. There you go. (laughs) I was thinking more like fuck off. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) You can use them interchangeably. But, you know, isn't there that the point where you get to and you're like, oh, my God, I made such an ass of myself. Like, I was going Mm -hmm. through my – this has nothing to do with really the poem, but I was going through my email one time and I was reading – the emails that I sent exchanged between me and this person. This was years ago, okay? But um, and I was just like, oh my god, I was such an asshole. <laughs> Can't even believe I said those things. Like how embarrassing, mm-hmm. you know? That's where the word impish just keeps hitting me. Uh, there, you know. Yeah. And you're just like, man, if I could have seen this then. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's love it. makes us do some. I go, love makes us do some. Crazy shit that we don't think we normally do. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. it's crazy, but it's true. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Well, I guess we may we have yeah. some left over. I think, right? We can carry over. Some, yeah, too. That's some, what I was gonna say. Somewhere um, else. I hope, Ryan. I hope you're having a show because we have a few left over. <laughs> We will have to have extra innings. You'll yeah. have to we'll consult the director. We can't guarantee anything right now. <laughs> the director says it's okay. <laughs> there you go. The director, the innings, case, I the think block... we got a bunch. Yeah, we do. We <laughs> have quite a few that were left over. And we got some from this week, too, I think. Right, Raz? I don't know. He keeps there you go. Yeah. yeah. It must be over like, 10 yeah, or got... 15 now. We got quite a bit of this bitch. Quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, we're going to have to liquidate. We're going to have to do some extra innings and some liquidations because uh, we have a few. At the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.